Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Hey, are we gonna hang in or? Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Okay. Hey! 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 Welcome to Asinine Radio, episode 149 of the podcast. We have a good one. We have a special one this week. We have our friend Dane from Dane and the Death Machine here. So, introduce yourself, sir. Hello, everybody. I'm Dane Gabriel Russ from Dane and the Death Machine, and I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah. He is. He's, he's been on the show twice before, once to talk about his comic books uh, and his art. The other time we talked about, I think it was the Sugar Ray album, the 1459. Yeah, it was. Which I think we were all very surprised at how good it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but, uh, but this time around, we're here to talk about his music. Uh, but before we get into that, we have our songs of the week. Uh, then we're going to talk about his stuff. Then we're going to round out the show with uh, some new music uh, that's come out this week. So um, let's first just get into our songs of the week, and then we'll delve into Dane's stuff. So what do we got for our songs of the week? Who wants to go first? Um, I mean, our guests can pick who goes first. How about that? How about what? How about that? How about, I, Dane? How about Dane picks who goes first? Ooh, right. it sounds like you just volunteered. Yeah. <sighs> Ooh, Jeff goes first. I just, so I just, got, Jeff? I just didn't want to get picked last again, like always. No, you are, you are king <laughs> of the song of the week. <laughs> so this, um, this past couple days, I've been listening to a lot of Violent Femmes, nice. and um, my one of my favorite songs, longtime favorite song, is "Kiss Off." Um, it's not on my favorite album, but uh, it's probably. It's probably up there for like my favorite Violent Femme song. If not, it is my Violent Femme song. But uh, so yeah, I chose I chose Kiss Off because I think that's a a solid representation of where the Violent Femmes were in the in the eighties at that point. Yeah, this is my favorite Violent Femme so- song for sure. Hell yeah, that song so rules. good. It's killer. So I'm gonna play a little bit of it, and then we'll talk a little bit about it more. So here it is, Violent Femmes and the song Kiss Off. Someone, a person to talk to, someone who'd care to love. Could it be you? Could it be you? Situation gets rough, then I start to panic. It's not enough. It's just the habit, a kid, you're sick. Well, darling, this is it. You can all just kiss off into the air. Behind my back, I can see them stare. They'll hurt me bad, but I won't. They'll hurt me bad, they do it all the time Yeah, 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 they do it all the time Yeah, yeah, they do it all the time Do it all the time They do it all the time Do it all the time They do it all the time Do it all the time I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record Oh yeah? Well, don't get so distressed. Did I happen to mention that I'm in the press? Do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. They 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 do it all
<laughs> Dude, solid awesome. fade. <laughs> so that good. Time. That countdown is like one of the best moments in music history. Like, <laughs> like it's, oh, so it's so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything, 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 everything. It's, like, it's such a solid <laughs> build up. Oh. It is. And that bass too, the, the bass guitar is so thick in it. Yeah. It's so turned up in the mix. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's so such a solid, solid song for it's, sure. It's pretty crazy that like this was their first album that they released and it also included Blister in the Sun. Like how how I don't know, like where do you get off writing two of like the most iconic songs ever made on your first album? I just I don't understand. Yeah. And how do you irritate I mean that's your peak. You've peaked at that point. Like you can't <laughs> <Yeah>. get better. <laughs> you can't true. get better than those two songs, really. <laughs> I mean they do have some some really good songs outside yeah. of it, but seriously. What's like, what's the one song about like uh killing his daughter? Uh oh man, I forget the name of it, but he like goes and like drowns his daughter in the well. The and it's fuck? just it's so dark. It's re- <laughs> it, that one's really good too. But I guess that's how you top like Yeah, I <laughs> guess so, yeah. the sun is you just yeah. go real dark with it. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta go yeah. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I don't, what song do you know what song that is? Um, uh uh-uh. uh. Hold on, hold on. I can find it. Cause I know I'll know the name of it when I see it. I think it's also important to note that the Violent Femmes. There's only three guys, and uh, Victor De Lorenzo at the time basically just kind of played like a snare most of the time. He did play a full set on on several songs, but most of the time it was just kind of him standing up with a snare. Brian Ritchie, the bass player, predominantly played an acoustic bass, so that's pretty fucking yeah. rad, right? It is really oh, cool. It's super rad. Yeah, like who does that? Even when I saw it, because Annie and I saw them back in like 2006 or 2005 at Amoeba, and uh, and yeah, they, they just played with the snare. I think there might have been a hi hat, and then um, and then yeah, then the other guys just had the acoustic instruments. Just the three of them up there on the stage, that little tiny stage at Amoeba, in Hollywood. Yeah, it was so rad. It was so cool. Such a rad show. Did they bring out the horns of Dilemma, or was there no no room for that? No, no, there there were no. It was just those three. That oh, okay. was it. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them twice. Once at the House of Blues in Anaheim, and they have this like part of their show called the Horns of Dilemma, and they'll bring out like a huge fucking like twelve foot saxophone and like a bunch <laughs> of other brass instruments and play a bunch of cool shit and have like a jazz jam sesh. See, that's so rad. Yeah, it's that's really so cool. Rad. Ow. It, Dane Dane doesn't seem to be able to find wait, that, wait, that wait. song. Okay, he's he's I'm, swiping away. Now, on his phone now I'm googling. Now I'm googling, and I think. Country Death Song. Country Boom. Death Song. Country there Death Song. Yeah, I found it. It's <laughs> called Country Death Song, and it's this super creepy song about basically, yeah, he just goes and like kills his daughter by like drowning her in the well. Should we listen to it maybe? Um, yeah, that's if the, you want to play a little bit of it. That's the first track off their next album. Oh, it is? is it? Yeah. That's like the oh. next fucking album. That's So like even after that so, though, so they, they've officially peaked then, right? Yeah, that's yeah, for real. Album. Yeah, <laughs> and, what else do you and the do? first, that's how the you first track on the second album too is just like <laughs> that's wow. it. That's a statement piece right there. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's creepy. It's great. All right, well here here's a little bit of a uh, country death song by the Violent Femmes. Never knew still waters, nothing to eat. 
That's heavy stuff right there. What a line, dude. What a line. I never like heard her two hit. minutes left. What are you doing? Oh, dude, after that, too, they go into the wildest breakdown. <laughs> it's like, it's, oh, my God. They're so cool. Dude, that's a long, that's a over five-minute-long song. Yeah. Damn, dude, what a story. Oh. It's so fucked. Oof. They're even, so cool. Even the artwork for that for that album is pretty fucking heavy. Oh, yeah. It's It's... It's like this weird claymation like mask thing on the back of somebody's head. It looks like I don't know, it's super weird. Oh but yeah. yeah, for the first tra- for an opening track, that's pretty. pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, check out a new album. Oh, I killed my daughter. Like <laughs> that's a Especially first back track. In the 80s, you know? <laughs> yeah, like. And then Ooh. with that with that style of music too, that kind of like that just that country that old school country style. Mm-hmm. The banjo gives it a real uh, backwoods Appalachian kind of like yeah. delivering weird shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, so, man. Yeah, that was cool. That's why it's so perfect though, because you got Victor in the back. It was sounded like he was just using brushes half of the time for the for the drums, I'm just kind of giving it that like, what's that shit called? Like the washboard where they do like the on the yeah. 
like the mm. old hillbillies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With just a stick. They just run a stick up and down it. Yeah. Yeah. And the wash bucket base. Where they like, turn the wash bucket upside down and put the mop the mop stick oh, yeah. and the, you know, yeah. the string or the bass. <laughs> like, just one string on yeah, it. Yeah, one string. <laughs> Get a jug going. Dude, we've got a we got a band going right there. That's just blowing the big jug. Yeah. yeah. Just, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that that's like that's way darker than what most know as or think of, of the violent femmes. So like how I got into the violent femmes was my neighbor when I was younger, like 13 14 he gave he gave me a um a cd that was autographed by the violent fans but the cd was why do birds sing which was like their fifth album i think but that one's very um very poppy and has a cover of do you really want to hurt me by uh, culture (laughs) club or some shit which is really cool cover but that's how i got into the violent fans and yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just got into him because of you, Jeff. That That's was super cool. I never really heard of them until you, until you showed me Kiss Off, and that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it all, it all comes back to Kiss Off, man. Yeah, I don't remember how I got into him, but uh, fuck, man, I just remember being kind of young and and just being like, man, this is some twisted shit. I love it, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it kind of made me. It actually really kind of inspired Dane of the Death Machine a little bit too, because it made me rethink what you could do with acoustic music. Um, right. It was. It it really. Uh, it, it made me realize, like, dude, I can go hard on this thing, you know. Because mm-hmm. they're yeah, they're kind of like a punk band. They're like a like a folky punk band, but there's a little punk in there. Oh, they're punk as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> The, punk is an attitude for real, I think. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and they're More than just a style. Yeah, music. they're very punk. Uh, okay. I don't know if they would claim that, but <laughs> they probably would. Who they, knows? They might. Knows? Yeah. All right. So, um, Dane also wanted to bring a song for our song of the week. Uh, it's uh, I've never heard this song, but the artist is called Serengeti. Uh, yeah. Right? S- and then the song is called what is it? Denehi. Denehi. Um, it's, it's, uh, I've never been to Chicago. Okay. But this is like the most Chicago song ever. And I don't know who Dennehy is, but apparently he's an actor and I just like O'Doul's and this guy likes O'Doul's and I just love this song. It makes me feel really good. So, <laughs> okay. Well, here's, uh, here's Dennehy by Serengeti. Favorite actor, Dennehy. Favorite drink, Old Dulls. Bears, Hawks, Socks, Bulls. 
play softball with the guys. Wife made curly fries. Drank about four doles. Grounded out two pot flies. In the Buick down western. Stop and get some more brats. On sale chicken. Italian sausages. Orange pop. This week fishing trip. Gotta get some new flies. Wife packed turkey subs. Jay's chips and peach pies. Watch a little Dennehy. Pull out the laser disc. Sniper one, two, and three. Barringer makes great flicks. Listen to the shuffle. The wine so like as far as like the music goes, this is this is not even good. But dude, I love all the references. Like I, I'm trying to keep like up with all the Chicago references. references. Yeah. I love it. It's so great. It, 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 he's so like sincere about it. It's just amazing. <laughs> he thinks it's so cool. I like the the Chris Farley reference too. The the bulls and bears. Yeah, dude. I think. Uh, I think Chris Farley was just referencing what it's really like to be in Chicago, maybe, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. This there's a music video for it too that's terrible and it's I just love it. It's <laughs> it's so good. Like like it's and it's not terrible. It's a great music video, but like it's just low production quality and like I, I don't know. How I did love you everything. Find out about this? I don't remember. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's some white dude too with a beard and a fedora. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what I see on his Spotify. Um, yeah, man. It's like I don't know. It's that's the only song I listen to of his. Um, <laughs> Does he have a mustache? He has a he has a beard. fake mustache in the music video. Oh, because he says he's a yeah. mustache the size of Mike Dick's forehead. Oh yeah, he has a huge <laughs> fake mustache in the music video. Nice. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's cool, and he wears aviators, and um. It's, dude, I don't know. It's just charming as fuck. But you <laughs> know, so like, you know, he's a hardcore Chicago fan because his favorite baseball team is not the Cubs, the White Sox. The White Sox. Ooh, oh, there yeah. Is. There you go. Nobody likes the White Sox. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes the White Sox. <laughs> and I just really love the line, too. Like, drink about four O'Doul's. It's just like one of the best. Just like, drink about four O'Doul's. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Get it. Like <laughs> that's amazing. Sincere, man. Through and through. <laughs> yeah. I've done that before. I've drank about four duels at a party. I know where he's at. I'm like you can relate. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I get you, man. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> that was that was a good pick. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well let's move on to my pick so we can get into Dane's music. Uh my pick is an old one but it has a lot of nostalgia it's a far east movement featuring dev and the song like a g6 i'm sure we all remember this song oh my god this song is a fucking banger i'm gonna play it a little bit Whoa. so all right here's uh here's like a g6 by uh far Drop. 
That it? That's it? That's it? That's all? It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> that, that hook. Can't oh. beat that fucking hook. So many blurry memories. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was like, that song came out during summer of 2010. I know that. Because that was like one of the most fun summers I know I've had. And I think Jeff might have had too. Oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a didn't fun. didn't have, kind of. Didn't, yeah. There's a lot of Four loco happening that summer. And this song was playing all the time. Everywhere we went yeah every party it was just yeah it was all over it the place. was everywhere anywhere that you uh were having a really good time that song was happening <laughs> 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 just that beat too it's such a simple beat but oh man it's effective it yeah oh yeah with that hook i mean one of the best pop songs in the last 10 years and and her voice is like um just gets underneath your skin and just crawls into your soul it's like a yeah. it's like a drug itself mm, have you heard any of our other music no just no. that one it's pretty it's it's good yeah i mean yeah, it's good i like some of it but it's like this also came out of t out, out at a time where going to a club like a club not like a bar that had like dancing but like a club was actually bearable and sort yeah. of fun <clears throat> and because the music was like this and it was fun and like you could get down and it wasn't super fucking fake and ridiculous. I don't know. I I think I think like this era of club music was solid. Yeah, it was the most yeah. fun. But I think we might be biased too, considering the age we all were. Well, I don't know, because the the club scene also involved a lot of like the scene people too at that time. In like two thousand, two thousand eight, two thousand ten, two thousand twelve, it was like the scene kids were going out clubbing now. That's you know, true, so yeah. it was like it wasn't like um, all the douchey like gold digging like West Hollywood trying to look motherfuckers out at the clubs. <laughs> it was like right it was like it was like people trying to be cool and have a good time yeah that's not a good like point. not like trying to flex on everybody that's true that's true we were probably the coolest the coolest generation yeah totally. for sure I mean, absolutely the coolest. easy yeah, no easy. one could beat us fuck every other generation <laughs> like what would you listen to now when you go out to a club you listen to like fucking <laughs> that's wow. what you listen to yeah we listen to the wow. dog bark okay that's enough You've had an, you've hey, don't get mad at dogs for barking. I'm not Tyler. getting mad at anti-club dog. <laughs> he hates clubs. Yeah, he's like, what? There's no reason why you're barking. It's because he's it's because he's not in our generation, and I just said fuck every other generation, That's and true. now I feel really bad. I am so <laughs> sorry, dog. Go, oh, go put him in Justin's room. I feel so nah. bad. <laughs> I let him loose. I didn't really mean fuck your generation. <laughs> I don't know what he's so mad about. He's just. He's like looking. I think if the I think a box is scaring him or something. A box. Yeah, there's a, a bunch one. of moving boxes here. So, there, one of these boxes is big and mean looking. <laughs> <laughs> so what set him off? I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the the club scene. The club scene back then was a lot more fun than it is now. Even I think people tried. Years. I think people tried less hard. Didn't try as hard back then as they probably do now. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of like Dane said, like we went to the club not specifically to like meet girls, but we also went just to like fuck around and get drunk and have a good time. Yeah, like I went to uh, I went to Goat Hill, which I I don't condone, but I went there um, <laughs> on Thursday maybe, and um, and there there was four of us. I wasn't drinking, but uh, I was having a good time, and 
we were dancing hard and and like we were like no fucks given going hard we were the only people in the whole place like dancing and everyone was just like people didn't know how to even handle it everyone was like so uncomfortable with like how much we didn't care about anything <laughs> and you guys were like, actually visibly having fun oh we were having not so being, like, much fun beer people you know yeah it was so we we all left drenched in sweat it was just it was great <laughs> like like the people that worked there thought we were amazing but all like all the people <laughs> in the bar just like oh my god it was also <laughs> like, what you said a wednesday night thursday, oh, thursday. <laughs> yeah hey thirsty thursdays man <laughs> we went hard so dude. you don't it was you don't great. condone uh good hill tavern no how why is that uh, it used to be so cool though it used to be so fun everyone used to be so nice there and just uh they did it's been like it's been like 10 years since we've probably been there almost yeah yeah just just i i feel like the whole bar scene in that area um like where like costa mesa starts to turn into newport and down towards the peninsula like all i don't i don't like that scene yeah the stuff on the peninsula i don't those bars are too douchey and they all have like like sharkies over by yeah oh yeah fuck sharkies yeah Yeah. those places yeah like i yeah i if i i like i like a dtsa if i'm if i'm gonna go out honestly i've only Um, been there once Really? So yeah, I never go out over there. I never did. Like back when I used to go out and party a lot. Well, it's it's they've. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, but they like kind of have gentrified downtown a, yeah. l- a lot. Um, but not like not to its detriment. I don't feel like I don't feel like they've like been kicking people out and no. shit. They just kind of put some cool stuff in there, and it's not like super expensive, and it's not. It's just. It's it still feels like Santa Ana. It's just. Yeah. Uh, you know like it's just cool stuff now yeah not like what they've done to to anaheim like downtown anaheim. yeah no, no like no. that's all like really really gentrified and super clean and like kind of i don't know it just feels really fake yeah like downtown santa Ana is still affordable and stuff you know it's like yeah it's, it's i don't know it's still cool i feel like it still has a lot of a lot of soul a lot of soul okay a lot of vibe a lot of good places to eat that's for sure yeah that's a good place I live in Arizona. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Shut, <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> you, you have no been idea. Out for a year. All of a sudden, like <laughs> you just rep Arizona for life. Yeah, dude. Get a tattoo. Good. Get a tattoo of the state. Just Arizona born. It's <laughs> 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 so dumb. Arizona oh, strong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into to to the next part. Let's get into some of Dane's stuff. You know, Ooh. talk about his 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 life. His let's get down and deep and get way too emotional and that's way what, too invasive. That's what we do, yeah, man. My whole life is there on Spotify right now. It's kind of crazy. So, so you were you you were put everything up you you had on Spotify, right? Um, everything that's like done. Yeah, um, I have some scratch tracks for a new album that we're going to release that I've been sitting on for a long time, um, and I didn't put those up. And also, I have this EP of these three... Well, one of them's a song. I don't know what you would call the other two, but I was on Mushrooms, and I recorded this stuff, and um, I'm deciding whether or not to put that up. Okay. How long ago was that, that recording? Two thousand nine. Okay, it's quite a while ago. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's play a song just to kind of get it going. Is there a song you want us to play first? Um, man, I don't know. I like. We, we I feel like we could go in a couple directions. We could play like my favorite. We could play like the most popular. We could. Play, I don't know. What, whatever you want to do. You play. You pick. You pick, man. I. Pick? Ooh, yeah. Jeff pick. 
Me pick um, or Justin? Somebody but me. Somebody that's not <laughs> me pick because I'm I'm too I'm too invested. Too invested. Okay. Uh, do you want to do it, Jeff? Yeah. What do you want? <clears throat> so so I didn't realize that we were going to focus mostly on when ammonia meets bleach. So I, I mean, I listened to everything. Hell yeah. But um, I, I, I are those dates or the years accurate on Spotify? Like if it says 2006, was that when it was made or recorded? Yeah, least? that's when it was made. Um, the only one that's not accurate is the most recent one that says 2019. I don't know why that says 2019 and I'm going to fix that. Um, but that was recorded in 2011. Okay. I that believe. was the live one. Right? Yeah. Or 2010 or something. Um, I, I don't, uh, on, and Spotify kind of messed up a couple of things and I had to like correct them. So that's another thing I'm going to have to correct, but everything else is accurate. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I, I really like the, the Thanatron stuff. I knew oh, you'd like that the nice. most. I knew you'd like that the most. I knew you'd like that the most, you fucking son of a bitch. Hey, man. He, he's I, a, he, <laughs> Jeff is a sucker for acoustic music, like strictly oh, acoustic God. music, nothing else. He's he's a total fucking sucker for hey, it. Hey, man, there's here. something to be said for it, honestly. <laughs> no, I yeah, mean, I, I agree. I, I'm an I obviously man. was, too. I <laughs> I made a 15 fucking track album or whatever it is. It's like, I <laughs> I liked it, too, man. Um <laughs> Uh, that one I actually didn't I I I didn't listen to that for like ten years and then um when everything went up on Spotify I listened to it for the first time in ten years and I was like no shit this is actually kind of good I was like I forgot because yeah. like I hated my music for like the last seven years so I remember you saying that last time you were on you were just like over the whole music thing you were just focusing on the comics yeah I was stuff. so mad at music for a while <laughs> <laughs> well Jeff what what song do you want me to play first uh so I really <clears throat> excuse me I really like the siren that was probably my favorite my favorite song from it Ooh, okay. nice all right well, let, let's play a little bit of it and then we'll we'll delve into that so here's a uh, siren by uh, Dana and the death machine Kiss a poison woman Her memory's eating at my brain To silencing She left me blind and naked Left me to find my own way Don't know the 
So like Dane. So it's nice that Dane's here because now we know for sure we won't get a cease and desist, right? <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So that's pretty unless, cool. Unless Dane I, wants to be a total I douchebag. I condone this. I, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. But now, can, can you imagine if we did get one, though? That would be also really funny, too. <laughs> That'd be now pretty good. I am so tempted to write one up, like, just because. <laughs> that's how you know you're That'd big time, great. man. Or if like, or if like, once I once I upload this episode, iTunes flags it because we played copyrighted content. Oh, whoa! That'd be so funny if it did. I mean, wow. I've never we've never had that happen. Oh, once we we got one cease and desist that from Nicki Minaj. That would be that interesting it. if that happened. Actually, and I'd have to like go good. and contact them. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. You never know. It is. You never know. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> so going going back to uh, to the siren, and I, I guess. Thanatron. Am I, am I saying that right too? Thanatron? Yeah. Thanatron? Thanatron. I mean, Going, you can, I, I, yeah, you can say it however you want. I don't care. Words are words. Oh, oh, perfect, dude. But I think that's how I say it. So I, I think I made the word up. I don't know. I just took a death, like death in Latin is Thanos and uh, machine is Tron and I just smashed oh, them together. Thanatron. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. I was going to ask you about that, the meaning of the word because I didn't. I was curious about it too, but there you go. Yeah, I when I was like uh, eighteen, I was a huge sucker for Latin. Like, okay, you should have sung in Latin. I <laughs> that actually, yeah, it's not too late. <laughs> I'd have to like go back and freshen up on it, but yeah, just do it. Yeah. Refresh. Project. Yeah. All right, what are you gonna say about the the song, Jeff? Um, so I feel this entire album had a like for me just because we've done it in the past. It's kind of like a very raw, almost like an Elliot Smith vibe to it and kind of a feel. Um, mm -hmm. Some songs I also thought were very uh, like Radiohead, Tom Yorkey, Kid A type of stuff. It's really kind of ambient and out there, which I absolutely fucking love. Nice. But this song specifically, I like the guitar and what what uh, acoustic music tries not to do is is have silence unless it's it's for like dramatic effect. Because silence in acoustic music is just—I said that we're not acoustic. Acoustic. Silence, <laughs> silence in acoustic music is just—it's it's uncomfortable. It's weird, and it really has no place in like acoustic music. So that's why you use the open chords a lot to let the notes ring out further. But that staccato mm -hmm. thing that you got going on in there leaves for a lot of silence, and it like it's almost like it's it's uncomfortable, but at the same time you just like it captures you, and you want to hear more. But then if nice. you listen real close you can hear like the hum of your guitar on those off parts during the staccato parts, which I thought was fucking amazing. I love those little nuances, like the, like the, the sound of the finger sliding or the fact that you're not in this huge studio that's completely soundproof and you can kind of still hear like the ambient noise of the wood humming on the guitar. That's why I yeah. love this song. Thank you, man. Thank you. Great stuff. I, um, that's actually, that's one of the things that, it, that I try to keep um, with Dane and the Death Machine is I try to keep the imperfections. Um, I, I like to keep it sounding really raw and uh, really flawed and, and human. And, um, and, and I try to keep that. And I was even, I was talking about that with somebody the other day and they, they mentioned something about the recording quality not being like maybe as good as it could be. And I was like, I was like, dude, if, if that's your hang up, you're missing the point. That's that adds to the charm of it. I feel yeah. the, the recording style. Yeah, it, need, it sounds. It doesn't sound perfect, and that's not how it should be. Yeah, music shouldn't sound perfect, and it shouldn't 
there should be little things in there that you hear and you listen for and that's what makes it at least for me that's what makes music fun and interesting yeah that, you know and i i do um i record all of my takes um and so i i'd layer tracks sometimes obviously but i do all my takes in one in one shot i don't okay. i don't chop shit up i um so you know my best my best take of of a recording session might still have some mistakes in it yeah but but I keep it because that's, that's, that's my best take. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and I don't want someone coming to a live show and, and then getting pissed off that I'm making mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, we're like, fucking humans. I mean, it's, yeah. it's to be expected. So, yeah. So did you act, did you record this at home or did you record this in a studio? No. Um, so one of my friends, Kiki Hussey, um, he's one of like the best guitar players and just all around musicians that I know. Um, he was he was in this band cohabit it was like super metal super awesome um he actually he recorded this um at their at their rehearsal studio they had a recording studio there as well and um he actually does the guitar work the solo work on the sun song um and and he also does all the guitar work on turkish gold okay um turkish gold i actually came to the studio as he was finishing recording the guitar playing you can hear me calling him at the end of one of his tracks mm -hmm. um and i come into the studio and he's like check this out i just got done playing this shit and i and i heard it one time and i was like okay let me do some vocals to that and the second time i ever heard it i just made up the vocals for it on the spot and we recorded it and we kept it and that's what turkish gold is nice. oh very okay. cool that's actually my favorite song on this on this one really because i remember you gave me this cd back in high school when mm -hmm. what because what i know dane through our friend wet we have a mutual friend named wes mm -hmm. um and we wes and i went to high school and then dane would just show up we were actually talking about this right before we started recording but dane would just show up to the high school he didn't even he never went to the high school nothing he'd just show up in wes's classes and that was it that's how <laughs> that's how i know dane yeah but then uh i think either you or wes gave me this thanatron cd and i was like oh it's so fucking good and then I put it on my iPod and then the Turkish gold song, that song was always like on my, like my, cause I make a lot of playlists. I'm obsessed with playlists and it was always on my like nighttime playlist or like my, my falling to sleep playlist. It's just like one of those songs. It's just like, it's super, super relaxing. Nice. I don't know. Even though like you, you, your vocals are a little like they're, they're kind of loud, but they're still, it's relaxing enough to just kind of chill. And I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's my favorite one on the on the record. So cool, man. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you like that, too. And um, and I do want to also point out Wesley, uh, the Wesley that he's talking about is also one of the uh, the members of the collective that is Dane and the Death Machine. Um, and Wesley's also like one of the top contributors. He's on a lot of the tracks up on Spotify too. Is, did he play um, at all on this? On Thanatron? On Thanatron, no. Um, but on demos and When Ammonia Meets Bleach and Putting Beauty Into Nothing, um, Practice Live, Play Dead. And I think that's it. I think he contributed to all of those. Okay. Very cool. Um, let's see. Do we want to play anything else off Thanatron? Should we... I think, um, I think like the first track, Wake, kind of sets the entire mood, kind of the tone for the entire album. I thought that was really cool. Um, that song specifically had a very Kid A vibe to me. But then Christine Elizabeth, I don't know if that's an actual oh, person, yeah. but dude, that was like Elliot Smith for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's my second dude, favorite song. Oh, for dude, sure. it was so good. That song's really good. Yeah. Um, 
we just uh, we uploaded a a cell phone video of Christine Elizabeth. That was kind of the announcement that Dane and the Death Machine is back. Um, is we like we did a little Instagram clip, and actually this like this charity organization in Australia um, saw it, and and they're like a mental health organization, and they like help mental illness through music somehow. And they like hit me up and they were like, hey, we like this and everything. And then I told them I was bipolar and they were like, whoa, like we really like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like that song was kind of our announcement. And um, yeah, Christine Elizabeth was this. Uh, she was she was a high school teacher. She's a high school oh. teacher. She's a photography teacher. And um, the year after I graduated, I had just turned 18. Um, so this is like 2003. And I met her at a Muse concert. And we saw Muse to an audience of like 150 people in this tiny club. Dang. And um, and so I, I just thought she was super fucking cool for being there, right? Because like, who who knew Muse at the time? It was like their first U.S. tour ever. And um, so we ended up hanging out with her afterwards. We ended up kind of having this uh, thing, this little romantic affair kind of thing. <laughs> and um, she taught me about astral projection, and I taught her about like psychedelics and how to smoke cannabis and like nice. i don't know it was we never we never like did anything though you know what i mean we never did anything anything sexual it was just it was really weird it's this really intense emotional uh yeah that's a solid bond though that's that's cool that's yeah it was, it was super special it was but it was but it, yeah it was yeah i don't know very I mean, interesting it, it was strong enough to write a song about and yeah. name it after you know exactly yeah um for sure yeah she was pretty cool do you are you still in contact with her or no 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 no, no. but um yeah yeah she's very cool <laughs> she's very cool <laughs> well made for a good song <laughs> dane is like lost in his thoughts right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that yeah lots of uh lots to think about there <laughs> okay so um I, one of my favorite songs is uh impatient off when ammonia meets bleach mm, yeah i i think that song's killer and this is actually my favorite thing you've done the all the songs on this one i i've always found myself going back to this album over the years um my girlfriend tammy same she loves this album too nice so like she she thinks you're super talented as well and so i'm, I'm gonna play a little bit of impatient and then uh we'll talk about that so here it is <laughs> Yeah. 
Fade to black. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm not playing the whole songs because I think everybody who's listening to the pod just go listen to the, the go on Spotify or Apple Music. I don't know if you put it up on Apple Music. But I think it's on there. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely on iTunes. That's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, so it's up on Apple. It's up on YouTube. Uh, if you're in France, it's on Deezer. It's on like 30 other things that I don't. Deezer. Even know. Deezer. I've never heard of that. Never heard of it no. either, but <laughs> apparently people in France love it. <laughs> That's wow. interesting. I, I, I thought know. Spotify was like the international app. Because um, I think it started in the UK. But I mean, uh, it, it might be. I just, I've, I've been getting a lot of notifications that like uh, people in France like like my shit. Um, like, it's weird too. I have videos on YouTube and I, I used to like search myself sometimes just to see what was up, how I was doing on the internet, you know? Sure, and, why not? Um, I would find my my youtube videos posted on really weird um like shitty france like, <laughs> French websites like like websites that like like maybe like a 15 year old who's just learning how to like build some web dev shit like in france is building yeah. it's like threw my video up on there i'm like what that's like, pretty cool though yeah it's cool like back in the day when i used to mail cds out i mailed them yeah i mailed i mailed them to like europe and australia too i remember sure. you you mailed me like all of your CDs, except for yeah. the because I already had that one. But yeah. yeah, you mailed me all of the stuff. This is like probably in like 2007. Yeah. I was just like talking to you. I think it was like on MySpace Messenger or something like that. We were, I think it was on my, I'm pretty sure it was MySpace. Yeah, and we were just talking and shit. And you're like, yeah, just give me your address. I'll send you all my CDs. I'll burn copies of them all. And then I got them like a week later. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I used to do that for anybody, dude. I'd, I'd have a, I, I told people like wherever they were in the world, it's like, give me your address. Tell me what you want. Send it to you. Yeah. Just burn them free CDs. <laughs> I was way ahead of of everybody on the free music game. Like <laughs> as soon as as soon as I started making music, Napster was a thing, right? And mm -hmm. and like and it, I and like I was young. I was like you know, I was like 17 on my first serious band and I already knew at that point I was like the music industry's done. I was like there's yeah. no going back. Like they've they've opened a floodgate that you can't close. And uh, so I've never sold my music ever, which is a, probably a big reason why I've never made it big. But uh, <laughs> jokes on everybody now. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so damn hard to make money in the music business now. It's you'll always have Deezer though. I know. I'm I'm <laughs> killing it in Deezer. I'll probably get like a dollar of royalties soon. Love the Deezer. <laughs> it's crazy how little you're paid through streaming. It, yeah, it's so fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's so fucked. Up. But but you know the cool thing is now. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing again for fun cause it's fun. And, um, it's, I really just only wanted people to hear my music. That's all I ever wanted. And so, you know, now I can go to shows and, uh, you know, tell people, Hey, Dane and the death machine, go find us literally anywhere. Listen yeah. to us later. You don't have to worry about them having a CD. You don't have to like. Right. Don't, you don't have to be shows. like, yeah, yeah, like go and look at my band camp. You don't have to navigate like shitty band camp or reverb nation or like, <laughs> it's just, now it's just out there. It's, it's cool. That is cool. So what, so this, the ammonia meets bleach. So Wes is, Wesley is on this one. Right? Yeah. So Wesley plays on, um, he plays on the ugly side. Oh, that's a good and one. That is you good one. won't wake up. Oh, okay. Um, I think those are the two songs, the only two <coughs> songs that Wesley plays on. on and then everything album. else is you? Um, on Peace at Last, uh, my buddy The West, um, he plays the main guitar line on Peace at Last. Okay. Um, and I do the solo. Um, and then on This Is Not My Body, 
Um, our old bass player, Kamiar, DJ Camouflage, shout out. He's also a fantastic <laughs> shout out. Uh, Kamiar Gasumi. Um, anyway, he does a he does bass on "This Is Not My Body," and he also does a tambourine on "This Is Not My Body." And then um, on "I Broke Up with My Drugs Today," Amy Tronic does vocals, and she actually wrote all of the lyrics for that. Oh, okay, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we were we were sitting in my apartment, and uh, we were talking about, you know, like not wanting to do drugs anymore or whatever. And she's like, "Well, you know, you just gotta break up with them." And I was like, okay, we need to write a song. And so we wrote, you know, she wrote down the lyrics in like 15 minutes and I wrote the music in like an hour and then we recorded it in like another hour and we have the song. (laughs) There you go. And you recorded this album. Yeah, it's it's a solid song. Um, So you recorded this album in your house or your apartment? Yeah. And in our, we, we lived, uh, we lived in Anaheim in Casa de Death Machine, Anaheim. And uh, <laughs> it was, it was uh, me and Wesley and Kamiar. And um, and uh, I had I had a bunch of recording equipment that I got and uh, that I purchased. And um, yeah, man, I just I just sat and it was a weird time. It was a weird time um, because like Wesley was like moving. Um, so like he was he was gone for a lot of it and um i can't remember what was going on i think kamiar was like in the process of moving out too or something i don't know i don't remember exactly but i was just like in this apartment by myself a lot i just remember that and i was like just recording this and um yeah just recording it by myself and so anything off of this album that you that you think we should play like a favorite song of yours on this one um honestly like i Man, I really, I really like everything on this album a lot. Um, and it's kind of like, it's one of the albums where I wrote it to be an album. I didn't really write it. Like, like I think Inpatient is the only thing that could be kind of considered a single. Um, but I guess if you're going to play anything, you can kind of like start it off a little bit with Meat Bleach. Uh, okay. Or even, no, do I Broke Up With My Drugs Today since we talked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So here's, uh, here's the song, I Broke Up With My Drugs Today.
heavy acoustic. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, the, this is kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the Violent Femmes, how yeah. you know, it can be more punk sounding on the acoustic and just you could be dark and be super heavy on acoustic. Yeah. And this is this is a good example of that. And um, I also just wanted to throw out there fun fact about the album, um, all of the percussion. I actually, for like all of the uh, bass drum, I just had my Ovation guitar case and I just flipped it upside down and just uh, beat it with my fist. Oh, um, nice. So like even there's parts where I'm doing double bass, that's just one handed. That's just <laughs> that's a lot of <laughs> practice. <handed. laughs> uh, that's a lot of practice. Um, and uh and yeah, so I, I just did that for the bass. Uh, I actually picked that up from Weird Al's first recordings because that's how oh, Weird yeah, that's, Al did okay. his first recordings was a, a guitar case for the bass drum. That's cool. um, and uh, I did hand claps, I did tambourines, and then um, I took pots and pans and I would like put pots and pans on top of pillows to kind of like dampen them a little bit and then just hit those fuckers with guitar or uh, drumsticks. And, nice. And yeah, so... <laughs> That's, that's, that's such a cool way of just adding the percussion to it. It's so DIY. I, I, I don't know. I think that's rad. Yeah. I was just like, what do I have in my apartment that I can hit? <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it starts, right? You don't want to go out and buy thousands of dollars in silly fucking percussion instruments. So no. You make Drums are so expensive. Yeah. yeah. Crazy expensive. Yep. So, Jeff, what, what about you? What about this album? Was there anything that stands out to you? So, um, like going in order the way I did, going from Thanatron to this, this is definitely a lot harder and um, a lot harsher than Thanatron. There's a lot more experimentation in this. Uh, going back to the Inpatient song, though, it's funny you said that because that's like one of the few songs that I heard Dane and not like singer Dane. I heard like what I know as Dane and his vocals and his voice. Like I heard his voice in there. And it was almost like, holy shit, like that's, that's Dane right there. I just heard him. <laughs> Whereas everything else was always just him singing or even when he was just kind of like talking almost, it didn't sound like Dane. But this is the only song that I felt like actually sounded like you. Cool. Is that weird? I don't know. Because I, what do you mean? Like he was just, because you sing in a higher register than your, your normal voice, I feel. Sometimes, yeah. For the most time, for the most part, yeah. Because you have a pretty deep voice when you speak. Yeah, I so. I sing I sing about as high as I possibly can because uh, that's what people like. <laughs> but yeah. I, I can't sing very high. <laughs> so, Maybe but like, is that what you're kind of talking about, Jeff? To, well, towards the end of that song, it fades. It fades hard, and so you can hear like Dane's normal voice. Like Freddie Mercury doesn't talk the way he sings. So when you hear Freddie Mercury talk, it's kind of weird. You're like, holy shit, that guy can sing like that. And so oh, yeah. when I heard Dane's voice in this, I that's how I registered as I know Dane. Like had Dane Kinda. never said that he made music, I would never think that this entire discography would actually be the guy that I know and have talked to before. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> For sure. Kind of like the end, the, uh, the one drug just replaces another part, you mean, where I'm kind of like talking, singing a little bit? I, th I like, think so. Is that towards like the end? Yeah. When like the harmonics like the start coming in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I'm hitting the harmonics. Yeah, so like that part was fucking really rad too. Cause I mean, I, I I love that shit too. When like people do harmonics on acoustic guitars and things like that, I think that's a really cool sound, and it's a really good um, it's a really good way to add another layer of music on top of it, even though it's something so simple and so easy. But people just don't yeah. do it. I don't understand why nobody does it that often. We uh, I, I, I don't know why I um, 
I've really I've really played around with harmonics a lot on this album actually. Um like throughout the entire album there's a lot of harmonics going on. Um Haste the Escape, the entire intro is harmonics. Actually. Yeah. Was that like, like a twelve string guitar too, or was that just like a really good like overlaying of, of other guitars? Um that is just overlaying. I've never owned a twelve string. That's just uh Persephone. It's like my 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 baby. It was just like some weird reverb I was getting in my headphones, but it's, it sounded, I don't know, it sounded really cool. Yeah, it's, I just, I, I, I might have layered it. Like maybe a chorus a effect echo. or something, I don't know. There's maybe a little echo on there. I don't know. I, um, I actually, so the, the version that's up there on Spotify now too is uh, our old band manager, Brandon Woods. He's like a Grammy certified audio engineer, super badass. And uh, he kind of remastered Ooh. it and uh, threw it up there. He's actually, I think, going to be recording Medicine Head when we're ready. So we're going to go up to Oakland and do that, oh, too. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. So Medicine Head will sound a little better than, so than the other albums. So you all that stuff ready for the album? Yeah. Do you know when you're going to go up and do that? Uh, I'm thinking probably in like the next six months to a year. Okay. Um, I just have to kind of, I want to kind of polish them and stuff. And we're going to be uh, emailing tracks between between people mm-hmm. so it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a big collaboration so uh i'm not sure exactly when it'll be out but okay but we'll be we'll be playing shows and having fun in the meantime cool cool man um, we're we'll obviously we will ob- obviously have you on again man i can't even talk but uh <laughs> <laughs> can't even talk <laughs> i know, can't right? even talk i do this fucking podcast and i can't even oh, talk man. um so do we want to talk about anything about Anything else on this album, or should what we a, move on to, to something else? Or what about what um, so two other songs that I really liked a lot? Ugly Side and then Taking Off My Man Suit. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, is that a Donnie Darko reference? That is a Donnie Darko yeah, reference. That's what I okay. Yeah, there's actually a little uh, Donnie Darko clip in that song. Um, is there? I don't remember. Yeah, like in the beginning of the song, you can hear Frank being like, Why are you always wearing that stupid man suit? <laughs> and then I take like another little clip. You can hear like the chorus kind of doing like a walk kind oh, of thing okay. at one point. And yeah. Right. I don't know. I might get sued for that at some point. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Well, now yeah. that you admitted to it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, if I'm going to be honest, I don't care. Sue me. I've, I've watched Donnie Darko probably like 300 times. So um, probably more than that. I, I I've, I've watched that movie an unnecessary amount of times. It's my favorite movie. And um, I don't care. Sue me. I love you. <laughs> That's, it's considered an indie movie so who cares yeah <laughs> so what were you gonna say about that song jeff i'm sorry i, I cut you off yeah don't do that again please um <laughs> <laughs> i just i just liked how low the guitar sound was it was it was like the lowest that i think we've heard thus far in in dane's discography oh yeah i also uh played with a lot of alternate tunings in this album um both of those songs i don't think i would i I don't know i'd probably be able to figure out how to play them again but it would take a minute um the let's see i think i think uh the ugly side is drop b and i think uh taking off my man suit is drop a Dang, man, you really went down low. Yeah, <laughs> really low. Um, there's So on the B-sides, so Practice Live, Play Dead is kind of the B-sides of this album, and there's a track on there um, called The Old Man and the Sea. 
Oh, that was and cool uh, that one, I did some. T- I actually made all of those noises with just a bass and a guitar, an acoustic guitar, and I just like detuned the shit out of them. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even know what notes those are. I, <laughs> I, I, In tune with I, itself. Yeah, I, I really just was like, I'm gonna fuck you up, <laughs> and I did. It was great. But also listen to like the high guitar in the back. That's a little bit softer than the low guitar in the front. That's what I really liked about it. On ugly side? On uh, taking off my man suit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, taking off. Yeah, that song. If you if Tyler was going to play, I, th- I thought he was going to play it. I mean, I could play it right now. I thought you started. It. I thought you started to say you were going to play it. Well, I mean, I was going to say something, but then you kept talking. But anyway, <laughs> here's uh, here's taking off my man Now everybody is just super depressed. Like <laughs> <laughs> this makes me feel like uncomfortable though. Not even like sad, just I don't know, it makes me feel weird. Good. It's a pretty dark song. Oh, it's yeah. 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 It's uh I think uh that's probably uh the best representation I could probably give to somebody of uh what it feels like when I just absolutely know that I have to kill myself <laughs> like which happens sometimes yeah it's uh, like scary I, I, that's solid yeah I, I get I, I get know. over those feelings obviously I mean, thankfully yeah <laughs> thankfully <laughs> yeah. but uh 
Yeah, that's some real shit. And, you know, <laughs> what, what I've always enjoyed about this this album, too, is the, the dynamics of it. I mean, you, just, you go from, because the first song, Me Bleach, is a fast song. You kind of get into the super heavy, I broke up with my drugs today. Um, and then you just kind of keep it going, and then it starts to slow down a bit. It gets super dark, and then the ugly side comes in, and that song is just super trippy, and it's heavy, but it, then it's not at the same time. It's kind of hard to explain. I, I like the ups and downs of this. And maybe yeah. it's a sequencing too, but I, I don't know. It's, um, you know, I, when I, yeah, I, this, this whole album was very, is a very thematic thing. It's a, it's a story about a drug addict named Bleach and, uh, he goes and he checks himself into rehab and he meets this nurse named Ammonia and, um, you know, like after like a, just a short amount of time, he's basically like, Hey, I'm cured. Like, we're good. Like I'm in love with you. Like you're all I need, blah, blah, blah. So they basically like take off, like checks out a rehab, they run away together. And, um, of course he's not better. Um, and so eventually like he starts getting into drugs again and then, uh, she starts getting into drugs with him. And then at the end of the album, um, you know, like he, he wakes up one morning and she doesn't and uh so then he overdoses on purpose and uh goes out with her kind of like a romeo and juliet kind of like story Ooh. um so i so you know i really uh yeah i wanted i wanted to capture I, I you know I, I wanted to just tell a story with this um i didn't want it to just be songs i didn't want it to be a bunch of like three minute verse chorus verse yeah you know it, I'd, it's worked well yeah. I, that's what i feel thank you yeah. So what, what else you got, Jeff? Anything else on this or should we should we get into some other stuff? What do you think? I mean not to not to like, you know, make too much light of this, but I do I do think it's important to note and it's probably kind of funny that you were screaming in your apartment for most of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, did anybody ever be like knock like, dude, are you fucking okay oh, here? Like what dude, are you doing? Oh my god. No. No, like not one nobody person ever, ever did. checked on dude, you, dude. Okay, and sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I was doing a lot of drugs while I was recording this album, so like I like I was fucked up too. And sometimes it was like three in the morning, and I'm cracked out, and I'm like screaming in my kitchen because like the acoustics were good in there. And it's like three in the morning, dude, and I'm fully like I have I have the microphone back in the uh, in the dining room, and I'm screaming into the kitchen so hard that my condenser mic is picking up the ambient oh screams God. bouncing off of my kitchen, right? And it's it's three in the fucking morning, dude. Nobody, nobody said anything. Nobody yes. said anything ever. That's no. so crazy. I don't know. We we lived in kind of like a rough neighborhood, though, and I think they were probably like scared of us because we all probably looked like we were on drugs all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, you did say you were. Yeah. So, like, that's why. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> dang. Okay. I mean, yeah, th that's a good point, Jeff. I didn't, Jeff. I didn't even think about that. Like, <laughs> no, dude. And I would be, I'd be recording bass parts all hours of the night. Like, it just, it, like, yeah, man. I gave no fucks. I don't know. I, I really. And I look back on it now. I just didn't even think about it at the time. Mm -hmm. Just never even crossed my mind to be considerate of the people. Around <laughs> <me>. <laughs> like, like, oh, it's like I, I, just, I just look back on it now and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> what was I doing? I, I would have gone downstairs and kicked my own ass. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I know you'd be so pissed. At what's happening now. Yeah. It's like, Oh man, I guess when you're young too, you just don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, like just in general, you know? exactly. You know, and it's like this is why like 19 year olds shouldn't have their own place. Like <laughs> it was Anaheim, like, right? You said it, it was somewhere in Anaheim. Yeah, it was like off the 57 in Lincoln. 
<laughs> uh, dog didn't like that. Yeah, no, somebody just came up to the door. I think it was an Amazon guy. So he's kind of pissed off at that guy. He's always mad. Dude, I know. That such dog a, is always such pissed. a mad, mad dog. In <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. Relax, now Jeff's dude. mad. Sorry. Rupert got me upset. I know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, should, we, should we move on? Whatever Let's you boys it. want, baby. Because uh, I, I wanted to, I, there's another song I really like too. It's called uh, "That Damn Song." <laughs> oh yeah, that, that song is, was that song actually live? Because he listed it as live. No man. So that's another thing that Spotify. Because um, like the first half of the tracks are live, and then it just like went ahead and was like, okay, Maybe now all the tracks are live, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm even gonna care to fix that. I I just don't know if I care. Yeah. I you know maybe you know people can just wonder i know (laughs) so i'm gonna play a little bit of it because i I like it so um here it is that damn song i said i want to give a That's a fun one. I like that one. That one is fun. Yeah, it's, it's fast goody. and it's, I don't know, I like it. It's frivolous. <laughs> there's a, actually on YouTube, there's a music video for that one too. I remember seeing that a long time ago. It's just you and, I don't know who. Uh, me and Alec. Is. And okay. uh, Alec, Alec is like a, he was in my first major band when we were 17. He's he's my brother for life. Um we're not blood, but he's like straight up my brother. I'd die for him. He's been on a lot of Day of the Death Machine stuff. Um, and and yeah, it was just me and him in that music video at a Casa de Death Machine in, in Jamaica Street in Salt Lake City. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great house. And uh, yeah, it was directed by, by my friend Nick Burke, who's one of like the best directors in Salt Lake City. And he just did it for free for oh, nice. us because we've just got that love. I, so I guess so. Yeah. Damn, you, you got the hookups. Okay. Utah love, yeah. baby. Yeah. I just, <laughs> uh, I like, I like, I like to give the love and get the love. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Isn't Utah where like all the polygamy happens? Oh, yeah. So you could actually be brothers, right? um yeah i mean i think Possibly. i think i'm i think i'm related to to everybody? like almost just everybody <laughs> actually yeah um because my family's mormons i think that's how it works there you go makes sense yeah yeah um no i i in utah actually okay i'm not gonna lie when i moved to utah um you know they're polygamists yeah um but they're not everywhere uh it, and it's like definitely illegal and they're definitely like the weirdos but um the mormon threat is real it's like uh 
That's a real thing. <laughs> so you're not you're not from Utah. You're from California, but moved to Utah, then moved back to California. Yeah, from Santa Ana, Pinch why, why did you move to Utah? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really authentic. Right, right you, there, man. That was good. You like good that? Job. Good on you. Um, uh, I moved to Utah because, like I said, my family's Mormon, um, and that's like the mecca. And my parents divorced, and my mom moved to Utah, and just kind of slowly but surely, like all of my brothers and sisters have moved to Utah, and that's just where everyone but me and my dad and one of my stepsisters and my stepmom, like we're the only ones holding it down in California right now. But I I went there for a while and I was only supposed to be there for like a couple of years. And then I just got so drunk and I just like stayed for like seven years. Um, And then, yeah, I was like, fuck this. And I came back. (laughs) (laughs) Like the way you said that, it's like I got drunk one night and then ended up staying for seven years. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, Like, (laughs) I just I just got too drunk to leave like like you know it's like when someone like takes your keys at a party it was like that situation nice just like <laughs> all for right like seven years <laughs> for seven yeah that's a, that's a long stay yeah <laughs> when you only were expected to be there for a couple of years yeah I made the best of it yeah I mean you put out some good stuff yeah I mean it was fun yeah. I guess I honestly <laughs> I have some really good friends there um it's just it's a scary place it's a scary place like uh the the mormon culture really has people divided and um and people are really depressed there and uh people do a lot of drugs there and like it's just uh it's really sad yeah it's fucked up yeah it's fucked up and like the sun only shines like i don't know like three months out of the year it's it's depressing yeah it's depressing it's just i don't know but but the other people there love it they love it i'm just impartial too because like you know i have like ptsd from being raised mormon so um you know there's a lot of like anger issues there i think that's understandable because like when i was a kid like i knew everyone was lying to me about shit but like they just kept lying yeah and it was like almost like you couldn't trust anybody yeah it's infuriating yeah but now people still lie to you all the time I know that's all people do. I've gotten used to it. Dude, our whole our whole, our whole lives are to lie. Everything. Yeah. I wouldn't lie to you, Dane. Though I wouldn't. No. Lie. Yeah. I know. That right I there know is a lie. I don't know about Jeff. I, I don't know about Jeff. Jeff probably will, but that's fine. Well, if you guys like, if you guys give me little white lies, like to make me feel better and stuff, like that's I encourage that. So I don't. It, that I, I don't goes, give any that lies goes for everyone. Ever. Yeah, I don't. White I lie don't. is still a lie. I know. Lie I hate lying. Lie. Did you guys know that? Um, that uh, lying actually impedes your telepathic abilities and every human has innate telepathic abilities and the more radically honest you are, the stronger they become. Yeah, I can see that. I makes sense. did not know that. That's true. That is why I'm psychic. <laughs> I'm, that makes I'm, sense. I'm, <laughs> that makes sense now. Yeah. I am bad at lying, so I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I tell the truth to a fault, as anyone who knows me can attest to. It's... Uh, I should just shut the fuck up sometimes, <laughs> and I do not. But that's okay. Yeah. Then, you, then you weed out all the assholes. You know? That's true. I'm surrounded by really good people. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So um, do we want to talk about any other music? What do you think, Jeff? Um, well, there's, I mean, what do you want to do? I don't know. There's I still, mean, like, I, two other albums, right? Do you want to go through everything, or do you just want to, I mean, what do because... Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's another song are, on here I really Are we like. going to time crunch or, or what's going on here? What, what do we Not got going really, on? No. 
I know um, Dane has to be back by four. I mean, I have I have like another I have like another hour and a half probably. Oh yeah, we you have, know what I mean. Yeah, like, we have plenty of time. Yeah. All right. I mean, so if you want to um, just like go through it real quick, putting beauty into nothing. I like the Thirteenth Letter song, and then am I a pop star yet? I write Concentration and Viridian. Done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you wanted from me? <laughs> hey, man, you could have talked huh? about more. I don't know. Is that what you wanted me to do? Uh, hey, I on it on the I, am I po- am I a pop star yet? I think the Great Manipulator is a solid song. Yeah, that's a solid fucking song, and it's a full band too, which is cool. It's it's different yeah. from the rest of the stuff on your on the Spotify. Yeah, man, that was a uh, that was fun. Um, we actually so do you want to hear a little story about that album? Do we have, okay. do we have time yeah. for a story? We're not on time story? crunch, right? We just covered well, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, actually, let's let's play let's play a song off here, and then we'll, we'll okay. talk about. Oh, do you, Jeff, what do you want to play? You want to play Viridian? Do you want to play? What do you want to play? I thought I, I like Viridian a lot. It was it was it was cool, and I thought it was like one of the fastest songs that we've heard them do. Okay, so uh, h- here it is, by uh, Mr. Dane. Crush on this parade, and yeah, my hair's a darker shade. Frozen tree limbs, I had you. Everything I touch just Viridian. Viridian, full band, full band performance, the first we've played on this on this episode. Viridian City, yeah, that one, uh, that one was fun. Alec, who I was talking about earlier, the drums on that one, um, and then Tom, was bass player on that one, um, yeah, that was really fun. Um, we purposefully set out to make like a really uh, as as kind of commercial sounding songs as we possibly could a little ep just for shits and giggles yeah um that's kind of what happened with the great manipulator um but that whole that whole ep so tom works at this bar and um there's this guy that was in utah and he had this uh company called clean flicks and he took rated r movies and he edited them to be pg so that like people could watch them in utah (laughs) wow and and, like so lame 
yeah you know like being an artist i found that extremely offensive um and so this guy's kind of a douche um and so anyway the owner of the bar is we uh, tom's birthday is like close to halloween and so we had this night booked uh to play this show for his birthday and the owner of the bar is like, hey, I need to talk to you guys. Uh, homie from Clean Flicks wants your night. He's willing to pay you guys like $200. And we're like, no way, dude. We make more than that when we play here. Plus, it's Tom's birthday. He's like, all right. Um, he's like, okay. Homie says $300. We're like, no, tell him to go fuck himself. He's like, okay. Yeah, fuck homie that says guy. $500. Comes out as $500. We're like, yeah. We're like, no, $10,000. You know, <laughs> dude, that's actually not far off. Like, <laughs> so we like uh, finally... He he like the owner's on the phone. And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "He's like, I don't think you know who you're dealing with, though." And he's like, "Okay, I'll tell him." And he looks at us. He's like, "Okay." He says, five hundred dollars, and you guys can drink for free on his tab the whole night. Like, oh, and, and and you can nice. come to the party, right? And we're like, "All right, fine, we'll take that." Dude, long story short, at the end of the night, um, guy goes to square up his tab, and it's uh thirty two hundred dollars. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> And uh, like just just on us, and he's all super mad about it, dude. And he, and I'm like, okay, we'll take that like 500 now, like in cash. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, what are you talking about? Like 3200, like you guys spent 3200. And so like, I was like, okay, okay, I understand your position. Hold on. And like I went and like got some of my friends and like came back with like more people. And I was like, I'll take that 500 dollars now, dude. <laughs> and like, he pays us out. We make the album. Two months later, he gets arrested for paying two 16 year olds to go down on him. So oh, Dane and the yes. Death Machine deals social justice. There it is. And what that's was, how "Am I a Pop Star Yet" was made. What was he doing that he wanted to pay you 500 dollars for the for the night? Like what? what he, uh, was, he just he just he you know he's he was a DJ or whatever. So he wanted to DJ and throw a party. Dude, this he sounds to throw like the a worst Halloween party ever. I know, right? Yeah. What a douchebag. It was like, not going to lie, like we had a lot of fun at his party. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, when everything's free, yeah. It was, it was great. Everyone that we knew, we bought drinks for everyone we knew the whole night. We just like, oh, it was I mean, free. Yeah, Why would you not? Yeah, yeah. dude, it was so great. It was amazing. <laughs> and of course, I'm sure the bartenders knew this, so they probably yeah. loaded you up. With the they best didn't give a shit. Well, and, and and all the bartenders thought that he was a douche too, you know. Oh, and, and so they like, really wanted to stick Yeah, to and nice. so it was just a fun time. It was good. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I want to play a bit of the Great Manipulator because I think it's probably your most straightforward pop song. Yeah, this one, uh, this one's super poppy, and I actually got really sick of it, and I hated it for a long time. But it's a good song. But I'll play it because I want to make you sick of it again. Yeah. So here it is, the Great Manipulator. Death Machine.
Solid pop right. rock song. I, I like it, man. I think I think it's good. I, I know you're sick of it, but I, I like it too. It's a uh, very Rick James inspired. Um, okay. And uh, I, I kind of like tried to write like a kind of Rick James riff with that one. Uh, and you know it's great. There's a music video of it on the internet somewhere if you can find it. I think it's on like rstage.com. I don't know why that's the <laughs> only it? place that it's. I've like, never even heard of that website. Deezer, our stage. What is dude, going on I, over yeah, what, what are you? What are you doing I, on the internet, dude, dude? I have done so many weird things <laughs> in my life. I, I can't. I can't account for them. I don't know. I can't explain myself. I it, the, that one wasn't my choice. I don't know why it's on that website, but uh, <laughs> but you know, if you care, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah, that's cool. It's fun. Um, I I would like to play a, a song. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Um, so this is probably the thing that I I uh, am most proud of, second to When Ammonia Meets Bleach. It's an absence of beauty and light. It's one of our EPs. Um, and that one is just me and Alec, and it's just Alec on drums and me on guitar. And um I feel like we wrote like just some some of like the best the best stuff um i think the first track is a little like the recording quality is a little messed up until about halfway in but yeah it's i think as an ep it's just amazing i, I really am proud of it and i've so, i feel like a do saying my own stuff is amazing but i'm i really am like proud of this one and yeah the track avoid uh in particular i think is just one of like the meanest things I've ever written, and okay. I, I love it. All right, let's get into it right now. So here's a uh, avoid. <laughs> Until the darkness stays It's him 
that's a fucking heavy song. It's yeah. it's very <laughs> new metal. Like yeah, that's uh, what I thought too. It reminds me of like early early Deftones or early Corn, like yeah, like Corn's like early demos. It's kind of what it reminds me of too. It's solid though. It's uh, it. I'm a huge Corn fan. So. It's gritty, you know. Yeah, it's it's that was good, good stuff. I like cool. and Alex fills during certain parts are fucking. Oh, dude, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex drum performance. Is it Alex or Alec? Alec. Alec okay. But yeah, but like Alec apostrophe S S <laughs> drum performance. <laughs> um, dude, his drums on that are just so good. Yeah. I, I think, I, I mean, like, obviously they're, they're a th- like a third of the entire thing that it, it wouldn't be what it was without them. They're so heavy. And they're just so rounded out and so full, and yeah. like it's such a great rock drum performance. I feel like it, yeah, it was that was solid. It was he's solid amazing. Fucking love Alec. So I was gonna say too, when it comes to your recordings, we we touched upon it before, but especially on this this one, um, on this EP, it's very, it's not polished whatsoever, and I think that gives it so much charm and it gives it so much character, so much more character. Like the mm-hmm. vocals are kind of. They're kind of buried in the mix, but it, they're still there enough to where you can hear them and you can still understand it. Um, and everything's just kind of like fuzzy, and I I love that. Yeah. I love that 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 kind of like lo-fi sound if in a, in a metal sense. Yeah. So it kind of throws it back to like er, like I said like early '90s new metal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's a very very new metal, very '90s, very grunge attitude to the whole thing. It's a very like this is what we are like. And if you don't like us, we don't like you either. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's uh, interesting that like right now you, this is like your most, I don't want to say your most proudest stuff, but this is your favorite stuff that you've done, I guess. Um, I mean, that's like when ammonia meets bleach and and an absence and also a live at liquid Joe's. Those are probably like the three things that I'm most proud of. Um, the live at Liquid Joe's album, I also think we just killed it. Um, it. It's another live one, and it has some songs that were never recorded before that are going to be on Medicine Head. And um, I don't know. We have the song Hemophiliac on there that I think is like one of the prettiest songs that Dane and the Death Machine has ever put out. And uh, so going like a totally different direction from Avoid. But to answer your question, like, yeah, I feel like I feel like an absence of beauty and light captures like some really like strong and powerful emotions that are hard to capture genuinely. And I'm like proud of that. Interesting. That's uh, that's interesting because I guess just going from your first stuff up until that, you can definitely hear uh, not like a growing up in like a being more mature sense, but like a growing phase in your music. And so for me who have never listened to, I think I've heard like one of your songs the last time you were on, or something mm-hmm. like that but like going through your music like for sure Thanatron is still like my favorite thing but I enjoyed watching you progress in a different way musically but still keep the same elements like Tyler said and in some of your earlier stuff there's there's one song I can't remember what it was but there was one song off Bleach where at the end of it you start like coughing yeah and, but the mic doesn't uh, get turned six. off yeah and you're just yeah. like coughing and it's just it's like to most people they would have taken that out but you left it in and I thought that was really cool but there are other songs too where you like talk or like oh is this thing on is it recording now and but it's like all those little things left in there like Tyler said adds to like the charm of the overall music 
in the tone of of your music personally yeah and and i appreciate i i appreciate when people do appreciate that and they're not like why the fuck is there a cough on that track? Because I've had <laughs> people like say that to me before, and I'm like, I'm like, needs why are you to asking be there. me that? That's why. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it's like, did you did did it make you like feel something? Like I, I don't know, like like it obviously did. Yeah, you came and you like off. got mad at me about it. That's why it's on there. Like <laughs> you know, it's, feel something. Yeah, it's 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 a very real thing, and you can hear at the end of that particular cough too, like I'm very disappointed in myself for coughing at the end of that. Like there's this little like, Oh, like I do this little, like, damn it. I fucked up the track. And I literally, I was like, <laughs> I literally was like, dude, I fucked up the track. And I was like, you know what though? I'm not going to redo it. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, why would you? I mean, it's, it's, I nailed everything else. Yeah. That'd be crazy. It'd be crazy to redo that. It's, yeah. And, and what I, what's interesting about it too, is that like, it wasn't done intentionally. Like, like you hear a lot of new music nowadays. Like okay, so one one big example is Blink One Eighty Two. I, I don't know how familiar you are with their new music since mm -mm. Tom DeLonge quit the band, but their their last record that they put out, the opening track to that, is Travis Barker fucking up on the drums, and like he yells, and it's just it's, it doesn't sound authentic. And then come to find out later, it wasn't authentic, and mm. it was kind of put in there after the fact. And then they even recreate that fuck up live. And it's just oh. like why are you doing that? Like. Like it just it it just doesn't make sense. Like it's them trying to like it was them trying to throw back to like old school style of recording, but that that album's a polished turd. That's yeah. what it is. It's just it's not <laughs> Well and, and and this this stuff sounds way more authentic than somebody just adding that in Pro Tools after the fact, you know. Well dude, it's cause it's you know, this shit this shit all is authentic. Like Dane and the Death Machine has been recorded super gorilla style. Um like uh, even on some albums, you can tell that like they were recorded on different machines. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I've done all of like the day in the death machine shit, kind of like recording where I can and when I can. And, um, for people who will record me for free or in exchange for art or, um, you know, like, uh, in the situation where am I a pop star yet? Like we, someone paid us $500 to not play. So we made, we made a little studio EP, you know, like, and, and that's the most polished day in the death machine. Anything was yeah, like, was someone paid that, us that not to play. That's like how we got our best thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, um, it, it all really, none of that is in there for effect. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all, it's, it's all authentic. Yeah. So when you recorded your stuff, did you record the tape or did you record digitally? Um, all of it's been digital. Okay. Yeah. I, I have recorded the tape before, but I've never released any of that stuff. Um, everything, a lot of the stuff, it's pretty much either been recorded on Pro Tools or GarageBand. Okay. Those are like the only two things, um, that you'll hear anything really recorded on. Yeah. I mean, and that tells you something too. Like, like people always say, Oh, everything sounds better on tape. And you know, you get a more authentic, warmer feel on tape and everything. But it's like, this is the, this music is an example of you can record digitally and still have the fuck ups and still do thing. You, it could still sound like it's, it's warm sounding or it's on tape, you know, it's like, yeah. like you could easily confuse some of the stuff as being on tape. Yeah. You hear the scratches, you hear the, you hear the, the fuzz, you hear the background noise, and that's just how it was recorded, but that was all digital. And I think people nowadays, especially big, big rock acts, they, they don't take that into consideration. They still edit out all of the, the imperfections, which is frustrating. And, and it is, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's just the way you approach it. And, and it's like what I was saying earlier, where I record everything, um, all my parts in like one take, um, 
And obviously it's not a one and done, but if I can't play my parts all the way through live, then like, I'm not going to go play them all the way through live for people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah, dude, you, you have to, I don't know. And, and even I've had people tell me like for choruses and stuff, they're like, dude, you need to sing a chorus one time, get it perfect. And then splice those vocals into every Whoa. chorus. And it's like, it's like, you need to mind your own That's fucking business because <laughs> you're not in Dane and the Death Machine. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you didn't like write tell someone songs, how to like, raise your kids, dude. That's just like yeah. a no-no. What are you doing? Oh, dude, it's, 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 like, it's like you're missing the point of the actual art yeah. of, of recording and the art of writing. You're, you're missing the whole point by doing that, you know, which I understand some bands doing it, and that's fine. Like, if you want to do it, you want to do it, but don't tell somebody else to to follow by the the conventional rules yeah exactly it's, it's, it's frustrating it, that's not what i want to make like i you know and as pretentious and douchey as this sounds like i i like to feel like my music is uh leaning more on the artistic side of things so uh you know in order to do that it can't be super polished and it can't be this like wrapped in plastic manufactured uh plastic surgery blah 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 everything looks and sounds the same yeah like it just it that's not interesting to me yeah i mean so like following one set of of rules for yourself and saying like i only record to tape i mean that's that sort of gives yourself like an inauthentic vibe anyway because you're not even open to recording digital you're only going to do it one way so i mean that's that's silly as well in the same way mm-hmm. that people would say, like, oh, you need to, you know, I don't fucking, like you just said, like some guy wanted you to spice up your vocals and, and throw it to the rest of your music. But, like, we know that you're open to doing things, and we know that because you can hear the progression of your music from just you and a guitar to a full band making pop music. So, <laughs> yeah. like, we, we, we know that you're not, like, you're not just set, set in your ways and stuck just being, like, DIY and, and super, you know, sad at some points. So we know you can do other things and you enjoy doing other things because it's yeah. chosen your music. I, I really just, um, well, yeah, fuck I, the, I, exactly. <laughs> like I, I feel like, um, I, I want people to feel like complex emotions, you know, and, and I, not just in my music, but in general, I wish that for people. Like, I just wish that people would like think deeply about things and, and feel maybe on a deeper level and shit. Um, and you know, that's kind of the goal. Uh, and I, pop music does not give that to anybody. Like it's just, you know, it's the normal feel good, take a Prozac, <laughs> like just, uh, everything's fine. Which can be fine. And uh, sometimes, you know, but I mean, like a G six. Yeah. yeah. Like a G six, <laughs> man. You know, like don't get me wrong. Like when I'm going out to have a good time, like I do not want to listen to Dane of the death machine. And you're not going to put on like <laughs> or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> dashboard. You're going to be yeah. on something fun. Like Dane and the death machines for like when you're by yourself and like, like having withdrawals from something like, <laughs> it's like, it's not party music. All right. So, uh, do we want to talk about anything else on this? Um, the only other thing I think would be the the live at Joe's. Um, I didn't really get a chance to l- listen to this because it just got put up on Spotify. I think today or yesterday. Yeah, just like yesterday. This was like the last one because I had to redo a bunch of the album art because um, I just had these really low quality JPEG images mm-hmm. and um, they wanted the resolution to be really high. 
So I, I had to like redo all of them, and that was the last one I redid. So it just went up. Okay. But um, I mean, Annie's Ghost, he, they're all good. Annie's Ghost, Hemophiliac, those are like two of of the. Well, maybe. I know you mentioned uh, Hemophiliac before. Yeah, that one's probably like. I really like that song. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's play it. Here it is, Hemophiliac, live from Liquid Joe's. Okay, it's actually called Hemophiliac. It's this weird disease where you'd have sex with dead people. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful yeah I, I i listened to this this morning this album or this live thing this morning and it's always hard to uh to listen to a live album because if you're not there then it's tough to kind of gauge kind of like the feel of, of actually what's going on because the crowd plays a lot of part in it too i think and kind of mm-hmm. like the feedback that the, the that the performers are also giving out to and so when it came to inpatient this um the second song, I think, on that live EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little bit different than what I was used to. I really, really enjoyed it. And I loved it. And so I really like this thing, but mostly because it was a lot softer, too, and a lot more acoustic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, and it, it's, uh, it's funny because we recorded this uh, before An Absence of Beauty and Light. And um, our bass player on this performance was like a huge metalhead. And she always wanted to play like just really heavy stuff but we didn't we didn't at the time like have a drum set or something i don't remember exactly what the deal was and then like as soon as she left the band we started doing heavy shit and she just like messaged me like what the fuck like like, sorry (laughs) but no it's uh 
it's really it's really pretty stuff um it's kind of a a little bit of a taste of probably what medicine head is gonna sound like um because i think uh all of the tracks except for two of them are gonna be on medicine head okay nice um so yeah but obviously they'll be more built up on the actual are album. you gonna do a full band or is it gonna be just you and so for the plan on it right now um it's gonna be uh me and this guy john who uh do you remember that do you guys remember the band's uh aneurysm or curmudgeon curmudgeon sounds familiar um, aneurysm. so like I think John was in aneurysm and I think he was in curmudgeon too. Anyway, they, they used to play with us in Bronco Tatanka a lot. And, um, and, uh, he's quite a bit younger than us. And so he's kind of, he's kind of like little brother status, known him for a long time. And, uh, yeah, so he's, he's in the collective at this point. He's going to be, he's going to be on the album and playing live with me. And then, um, I want, you know, Alec is going to be on it. Um, he's in Salt Lake and Wesley's going to be on it. He's in Houston. And uh, I want to do like electric drums. We're gonna have like program drums. Oh, okay. And then uh, Brett, the old bass player for Half Step, my first band when I was like in seventeen, and he's also bass on Practice Live, Play Dead. He's going to be doing bass for it. He's an amazing bass player. Like, nice. I'm really excited that he's gonna be putting bass tracks down on it. And he lives in Salt Lake too, so we're gonna be doing a lot of emailing tracks and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of the way it is now with music, you know. It's a lot of bands, big bands too. They're just they just email the tracks back and forth, and sometimes it's great, sometimes it's bad. I mean, yeah. Like one, I think one of the best examples of that is the Postal Service. Right. Oh yeah. That entire album was done, literally. But that was that wasn't even email. That, that wasn't was done even like email. <laughs> yeah. The Postal Service. Dude, so, that was so good. It's um, like one of the greatest albums ever made. My uh, opinion. No, that's that <laughs> album is a- absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, no, and, and so I, I have faith that it'll work. Um, pretty much my plan with it is I want to I want to do this in a way that we've never done a Dane and the Death Machine album before. I want to record more than we use. Like, I, I actually, for this one, I just want to record a lot of shit and then, you know, just kind of, like, filter it out and see and just take, like, the best pieces and see what we get at the end of it because yeah, I've never done that before. and. And why not try something new that's what makes this type of art form exciting you know yeah stuff, something new exactly and it's been you know by the time this will come out it'll have been like eight years since the last release mm-hmm. um and so i mean this this live at joe's is pretty new to a lot of people i guess um but that doesn't really count you know so and this isn't original stuff but uh like it's original stuff but it's not like fresh like 2019 stuff it's stuff i wrote a while ago yeah I have new stuff coming too, but we're going to make it sound fresh. It's going to be, it's going to be something different. Well, I'm excited because everything you've done thus far has sounded fresh coming from fresh ears like myself. So (laughs) I have faith, bro. I got faith. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Well, as you know, and, and I have this, uh, I have this strategy where like when it's not fun, I don't do it. And so I think that's like how I keep putting out like relatively good music is because yeah. like I actually have fun when I make music and I'm yeah. writing it, and when I'm not having fun anymore, I don't do it. That's why I didn't do it for the last like seven or eight yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's like what I said earlier. The last time you were on to talk about the comics, you were just getting back into music because you were just so burnt out for so long, you know. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I mean, you were living in Utah, in Salt Lake City, so I know I could see the burnout for sure. Well, and it was it was a. Uh, 
you know, in Salt Lake, there's there's a music scene out there, and it's really uh, it's it's a cool music scene, but man, it's it's hard because like it's not super supportive, um, and so you really have to grind, and you're working a lot of it against like a lot of factors, and uh, yeah, man, it, it definitely burned me out for sure. Yeah. Um. But, but you know, it's gonna be fun to start playing in California again because. Man, I haven't played shows in California in a long time. <laughs> I know. I think I probably went to one of your last shows. It was my friend Annie and I. who was, She's actually my roommate, but she's not here right now. But her and I we at the train station, the Fullerton train station. Okay. Yeah, we actually, we came, I think that was, it had to have been maybe 2009, 2008. Oh, when we were Something on, like when that. we were on Bitchin' Tour. It was just you, though. It was only oh. you and an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was, you were by yourself and you played out on the patio. Man, I've played the train station a bunch. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was the last time, one of the last times you played here, but I know that was do the last you, time I saw you at least. Do you have to book that or can you just show up and start playing like if you're homeless or something? No, you got to book it. I don't know if they do shows anymore though. Oh. Um, like, but yeah, I had, I always had to book it. Like I'd just email them and be like, hey, I want to play the train station. Right. I love playing that place, man. That was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that was. I'd super seen a couple. Fun. I'd seen a couple bands play there over the years, but not for a long time, obviously. But I like that place, and I liked uh, Hoagie Barmichael's for some reason. Oh, yeah, like, Hoagie, even yeah. though that was like such a shithole, like, <laughs> it was. like I, I don't just, even know if that place is still open. It's not. No, it's, not, it's okay. closed. Uh, no, but <laughs> but like, <laughs> I really, uh, I really enjoyed that place. <laughs> <laughs> right near the airport too. Yeah, yeah. It was well and for whatever reason, like I had this fake idea that was pretty terrible, but the but they let me drink. I was like I was obviously there with all of the other kids who were underage, you know? Yeah. And my ID said I was like ten years older than I was, but like, they <laughs> still they still <laughs> let me drink. <laughs> That's probably why they're close. That's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That really could be it. Uh, uh, I did want to play another song on here. I didn't notice this was on it, but I have a couple versions of this song, The King is Dead. I have a couple versions actually on my phone, but I'll, I'll play this live version. Do you I, have the version with drums? I do. Oh my God, will you email that to me? Hell yeah, I'll, I'll play it too. Well, actually, let me play Let me play that version right now. I haven't heard, I, I was just thinking about that yesterday and I was like, well, I guess that's gone forever. Like, if you could email that to me, I will put that shit up on Spotify with the uh, Mushroom EP. Hell yeah. I have um, let's see what I have, something called the fungus too. That's the mushroom that EP. That one. Right yeah, there? yeah. Those three songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you emailed me, or not? You, you you sent me the CD, like you know back when way back when, and then I have, the King is Dead. Let me hear because I I I have two versions of it. I have two versions of the King is Dead. I don't know which one this is, so let me check it real quick. That's crazy. Okay. Let me let me play the the drum one. I I didn't know which one was which. So. Okay. So That's here here's here's the king. Here's Dan and the Dash Dan and the Death Woo. Machine and the song "The King Is Dead." I know I can't even talk. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is this is the full band version. So here it is. Man, flash your love across, can you absolve me of my sin? Like a child, I want to be an innocent again. 
that song in years so that's wow (laughs) his own song he hasn't heard in years look at that i haven't heard that in forever (laughs) dude that was that was this dude andy on drums he kills it he he would just beat those things that was so fun that was a little uh yeah that was a little demo little demo track that we made people aren't supposed to have that even like (laughs) i sent that to you people aren't even (laughs) supposed to have that yeah i think i don't know how i got that i don't think you sent it to me i think i ripped it off of like myspace or something like that oh i think we might have put it up as a teaser actually um because that that was one song that we were thinking about putting up on am i a pop star yet and then uh it didn't make it so it's gonna go on medicine head um there's a live version on the joes too and it's a full band or just the acoustic well on the joes one it's just uh it's the whole Joe's performance is like me on acoustic, Alec on acoustic, and then Rachel on bass. On bass, okay. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds a lot like what we played. Like the the other acoustic one I played beforehand, was that the one that you already have? Um, you have both versions? No. So the one that you played beforehand was the same one, just sans drums. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, and so the one on the live at Joe's is actually like, it's like, it's like I feel like it almost is a little more rocking than that version. Than that like, version. It, the one without the drums anyway. Yeah. I the mean, I, 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 I could though. send you whatever I got too. I, I might have some other stuff on my computer, but I haven't checked my, my main desktop computer to see what else I got. But I have the fungus. I just haven't uploaded that yet. Um, Cause like two, like I said, two of the songs aren't really even songs. They're just mm-hmm. like these weird, I was tripping pretty hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, uh, and then I guess I need that. I just need that track. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. Put it up on Spotify, all that good stuff. Yeah, and then one day I'll put up all the I Am Alpha and Half Step stuff. <laughs> I remember Jeff used to like I Am Alpha a lot, right? Yeah. yeah Dude, I Am was Alpha was awesome, man. That was think, so much fun. I think fun. that's how Jeff knew knew your music before anything else was I Am Alpha. Yeah. Right? Am I right, Jeff? Or yeah i I, I can't remember what song it was but i still remember this riff and i like i can sing it in my head i thought it was fucking try to sing it out loud i want to yeah just sing it just do it (laughs) oh come on you sing acapella all the time (laughs) no it's totally true but like just because how weird and strange it is it's gonna come out so fucking dumb (laughs) (laughs) i'll bet i would recognize it though (laughs) i i could probably actually do it because it goes like it goes like and then there's Whatever dun, chord. Dun, 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 yeah, that's it. Oh, I remember that song. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but like whatever chord uh, you're playing, you're just like rearranging like a couple fingers at a time, but slowly like transforming into something else. And I always like, dude, that's so funny. Loved it, dude. I am Alpha was fun, man. We uh we got like strangely big in a short amount of time, like 
that was like weird like we only played like a few shows but our first show was like 20 people our next show was like 60 people and then like our <laughs> last show was like 100 people we were just like what the fuck that's pretty cool like and then and then we like got invited to play at the whiskey and then we turned into Dane and the death machine uh, again yeah which we shouldn't have done but you know <laughs> hindsight because danny was the drummer right yeah danny gas yeah. yeah danny like danny on drums kamiar on bass and wesley on guitar and me on guitar and um and then like we had this label that was looking at us and they wanted us to play the whiskey show as dane and the death machine okay and so like we did that we should not have done that we should have done it as i am alpha i regret that that would have been way more fun is it, when you played at the whiskey did you play an acoustic set or what um wesley was on electric and i was on acoustic and then we had like full drums and bass so it dude it was a great show it was still a super great show um we sounded fantastic as a full band on dana the death machine stuff but um i just man i i am alpha was like the most fun i think i've ever had making music and um stupid you know stupid career shit got in the way of having fun and i shouldn't Mm -hmm. have let that happen because yeah it, it should just always be about having fun true yeah that's a solid uh, rule in life if they if it's not fun anymore then just don't do it yeah seriously like that even goes for like your job like dude if you hate your job like you should probably just look for a job that you hate less <laughs> yeah like i'm just i'm not gonna go anymore <laughs> yeah like i don't have a job right now and look at me i'm kick-ass yeah <laughs> 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 he's like 100 pounds hungry yeah i'm totally emaciated i haven't eaten in like three days but uh but he's happy it's good yeah whatever i'm making a digital paintings for 50 dollars a pop right now over the internet and it's uh it's enough to buy a little bit of weed that's good that's it something (laughs) that's all all i need should we play anything else what what do you guys want to do I'm, I'm good. If you guys are good, I'm good. Whatever, yeah, whatever. I feel like I feel like we we hit it hard. Yeah, we yeah we talked about a lot. Um, I'll also outside of music, are you still doing the the comic stuff or the that? Um, so okay, it's you know, um, something that I've come to find about myself being you know bipolar mess is that like there are times where I'm very productive and there are times where I'm not productive and I need to like stop saying that things are finished so uh super dope comics is not finished um it's never going to be finished i'm always going to do it and yeah i do have plans to be doing something again soon um my next venture with super dope comics is i am going to publish some liner note art books for all of the dane and the death machine albums oh nice okay um so i'm gonna include my original art as well as the lyrics for the songs as well as you know the credits for who performed what on the songs yeah um and and yeah i'm gonna publish those through super dope comics and then uh have those available at shows for sale and also through the website okay so i think that's cool because i think that like uh dude it really sucks that there's a whole generation of kids that like don't get liner notes it's true and like that was it's like true. the best part like that's not like the best part but that was one of my favorite parts of buying an album like i used to go into record stores and just buy shit that i never heard before like i would make i'd have like 20 bucks in my pocket and i'm like i'm gonna go in and buy something i've never heard of 
and I would base it completely off of the album art. Oh, I used to do that too. Yeah. It was like, fun. Yeah, it's super I mean, fun. Obviously, I'd stick within a genre. I wouldn't go to like reggaeton or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like in the, the punk section, metal section, if I like the artwork, hell yeah. I'd yeah. That's how I discovered Mogwai, actually. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like 10 or some shit. And yeah. I was like, that's creepy. Bought it. I was like, <laughs> cool. The album was called Come On, Die Young. I was like, I'm young. I want to die. <laughs> Take my money. There you have it got Sold. me yeah um so it's yeah i, I want to i want and not just kids but like everyone likes that stuff man everyone likes album art it's it's and and that's a part of the reason why i'm so happy that my stuff is up on spotify finally is because now people can look at the album art while they're listening to my music which mm-hmm. like to me has always been important i've made the album art but i never had a way to give the album art to anybody mm-hmm. and so yeah that's cool yeah that's really cool that you're going to be doing that are you going to make like something individual for every song or just like an overall piece um so i haven't decided exactly how i'm going to do them yet um every i'm thinking though that i'll probably do a page for every song okay is what i'm thinking and like um maybe even two pages for every song like maybe a piece of art and then the lyrics on another page um but again i haven't worked out all the details on that yet that's an idea that just occurred to me uh pretty recently okay so all right well i mean we're gonna we'll look out for it and ob- obviously we'll bring it up on the podcast we'll have you on again about all sure. this stuff again hell yeah sure. yeah i um, love coming here you guys are awesome to talk to and, oh, thank you. and so it's like with. <laughs> it's like the the day in the death machine collective exclusive to just members of day in the death machine or it could be like almost like a like a mindset could asinine radio be also part of the day in the death machine collective 100 percent. yeah actually um we had we, we did had it Tyler. A, we made it we had we a clothing we had a clothing brand called uh hierarchy that sponsored us actually for a long time and okay. they're part of it like once you're in the collective you never leave <laughs> like you're always part yeah. of day in the death machine um yes. And yeah, they were part of it and they made, we wore their shit on stage and, and they promoted our shows and they paid us to play gigs and they paid us to wear their shit. And like, dude, we had some huge shows because of those guys, like hundreds of people showing up to a bar just to see us because they promoted it well. You know, it was, yeah. it was great. So yeah, Asinine Radio, dude, 100%, Hell 100% yeah, dude, part of the DDM collective. We made it big. Made it big, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, so I mean, wrapping it up, yeah, solid stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll have you again. One, have you on again for the medicine head stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have you on before that too, just to shoot the shit. Okay. We're, I know we've been talking about the the Ninja Turtles thing for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But it's mainly my fault for uh, I've I've been lagging on watching that. Just that fucking show. finish it. I know. I know. God I'm damn it, Tyler. Now. I just got I just got a new job, so I'll have Fuck more time. Fuck me now. in the butt. Just finish so, it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I, hey, I I'm halfway through the second season. I think it's. Oh awesome, my god! You're only halfway Piece through the second you season. Asshole. Oh my I'm, god. I'm over. Okay, and that makes me feel so much better because I'm over here. I need to finish the fifth season. I have like one more. I'm like, dude, I just have one more season. I need to finish, and I'm good. Tyler's oh. over here on season two, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not feel I'm, bad at I'm all anymore. Yeah, God damn it! <laughs> still, I still love you though. Don't we, don't we worry. Don't you? No, I'll finish it. I'll finish it soon, and then we'll do our uh, our episode on that and just shoot the shit. Whatever we whatever we want to do, we're Asinine Radio. Yeah, and Dana the Death Machine. So and Super yeah. Death Comics and all that stuff. Hell yeah, man! 
So um, so let's just get through. So now we're done with that. Um, we'll just run through this stuff real quick. There's some new music. Uh, let's see and bring up the notes. So yeah, some new albums that came out this week. Uh, Thrice put out their Deeper Wells EP. This is just uh, some of the B-sides from their last album, Palms. Uh, it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. It's um, it's it's a little bit more than what I expected, especially if you like newer Thrice. So. I did not know that. Yeah, cool. they well, they released it on vinyl for Record Store Day, but they couldn't put it up digitally until uh, this week. So, so they did that. It's pretty solid, and the dog's about to bark. Oh. There goes the dog. barked at Tammy too. That wasn't that <laughs> yeah, bad. He barked at Tammy too. That was wow. like a hello bark. Yeah, though. it was a hello bark. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> also. <laughs> A band that a band that I like a lot. Uh, Jeff doesn't like a lot, but I don't care. Wednesday thirteen, he put out all of his uh, all of his solo records up on Spotify and Apple Music and all the streaming sites. Finally, he got all the master rights to everything, so he put it all up. Good for him. Uh, King Crimson finally put up all of their catalog on yes. streaming services. They were against it for a very very long time, but they finally did it. And Twenty uh, First Century Schizoid Man, amazing record. I'm sure we'll talk about that on the pod at some point. So go check out King Crimson. Now Jeff can finally listen to them because that was mm. the only thing holding him back. I just hate, mm-hmm. I fucking hate YouTube. Can't do it. Won't do it. YouTube? Yeah. That was oh, like, it's terrible to yeah. listen to music on. But even Can't then, you, it. Could, you can really listen to it on YouTube because that shit would get flagged so fast and <laughs> taken down. Yeah. But um, Madonna put out, a, put out an album called Madam X. Uh, I haven't listened to it, but everyone says it sucks. Oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> so everyone says it's pretty awful. Not surprised. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival put out a live album, Live at Woodstock. What? They're calling it Born on the Bayou. It's pretty cool. Okay. It, I mean, it's just their performance at Woodstock, but it's it's rad. I'm about it. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah so awesome. um, some new songs. If anybody wants to hear any of it, shout it out. Dane or Jeff, let me know. Uh, Simple Creatures. Hold on one second. So Simple Creatures put out a new song called Special. Uh I don't do you, are you familiar with with this band, Dane? No. It's uh Mark Hoppus from Blink One Eighty Two and then the singer from the band All Time Low. This okay. is like their electronic side project and it really sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> Jeff and I pretty uh, much just talk about it just to talk shit on it. <laughs> that is not where I saw that going. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking it sucks. garbage. But hold on it a is. second. Hold on a uh, second. Okay. This reeling it back. This is the best song they've put out as Simple Creatures. Is it? Yeah. At least it's catchy. Should I play it? Just so Dane can understand. The, I want I kinda wanna hear it actually. It? Okay. Let me see, let me bring this up. This is the quick. best they've done, just so you know. <laughs> That's really not saying <laughs> yes. a lot. Oh I'm <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Dane will like it. I don't know. I'm excited. We'll see. Here we go. Here it is. Here's a special by Simple Creatures. Sometimes the chemicals work me over. The things you learn at four a.m.
Yeah, it's not very good. I, I personally don't think it is. Whoa. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what are Dane's views on this new, <laughs> this new music. That uh, honestly, what that reminds me of is like um, like a movie for teenage girls. And if there was like a band in that movie that like the main character really looked up to, that would be like the song in the movie. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Very, very safe sounding, very yeah. generic. Like a fake, a fake written movie song <laughs> for thirteen year old girls. Okay. That's what that was. Maybe that's their 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 um what am I trying to demographic? say? Demographic. Well, I mean yeah, that's yeah, exactly what all time low is. That's true. Well yeah, all time low is like, that. That's you true. just described the band all time low. Yeah. Oh really? Have, have you have Oof. you ever listened to them? No. no. They're essentially no. a band that wants to sound exactly like Blink One Eighty Two did back in like the early two thousands, and they don't do a good job with it at all. Oof. It's pretty bad pop punk. Yeah, that sounds bad. Pop punk needs to stay in the early two thousands. <laughs> like, mind you, we do like some pop punk. Especially I'm, Blink. I'm not talking shit. It, I'm just saying it needs to stay where it lives. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, exactly. I'm just like I'm so desperate to grab straws for this simple creatures project that like, I legit think this is their best song. <laughs> but I can only That's take it up until the first or the end of the that first chorus verse. is what just killed the chorus is just so awful. Yeah, yeah the chorus is absolutely terrible. The first verse is kind of catchy a little like bit. Like Dan actually part. laughed at he laughed <laughs> <laughs> like half partway through the chorus he just starts laughing because like the lyrics are so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the it's like the most basic expression of a uh, feeling. <laughs> Especially after we come off of like talking about all this music that is super super deep and close to Dane and then we get to this and it's just like like it's just like the it's just I don't even know, so superficial and But we we, we love to hate it though. We love to hate oh, it. Oh yeah. We we do. We absolutely it love was entertaining. To it. it was entertaining for sure. Like I I that was a genuine laugh. <laughs> that <I have>. <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on to some other uh some unfavorable pop music to some to us mainly most of the time taylor swift Oof. put out a new song called you need to calm down um it just sounds like what i expect from poppy taylor swift i didn't think anything great about it i'm not going to play it because i don't want to cease and desist and i feel like her management and her record label would be one to send us yeah so we got one from Nicki minaj yeah. I'm sure we'd get one from Taylor I've heard Swift. Taylor Swift is like really fierce about that stuff. Yeah, well, she's she didn't fearless. put her music up on uh Yeah. <laughs> she didn't put her music up on <laughs> streaming services until last year. So Yeah. The song's so dorky, dude. It's just so dumb. And then she talks about like there was one there was one lyric or one line in this song that I thought was so dumb. She said that if you say it in real life, <clears throat> you get like knocked out, but if you say it on Twitter, then it's something different. That she's basically telling people to like calm down about shit talking but she's trying to act tough in it and i'm just i'm thinking dude taylor swift you you are not you are not tough yeah you can't be saying that you're gonna fight somebody could she even like push someone over probably 90 pounds yeah i bet she could push like a toddler (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know like i'll bet she could fight like a two-year-old and win maybe yeah i'd put money on it yeah if the two-year-old is sleeping sure All right, so Common, the rapper, put out a new song called "Her Love." It was okay. It was just it reminded me of a lot of him just like reciting poetry. Like he didn't really have good flow in it. It was just like oh. it was it was whatever. Like, I liked it. Common. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, okay. I liked yeah. it because of that. I liked it because it wasn't him trying to rap. There were still some rhymes in there. There was still some separation and like stanzas and things like that. And it was just so much better than what we the have last been album? feared of. Yeah, yeah, fearful of Common. 
That from... last album, the, la- the last Common album was pretty bad, dude. Really? And I, didn't, yeah, I haven't actually, heard it. Yeah, it, we did it on the podcast. It was like maybe in 2017 when it came out. It's just bad. Lyrically, it's just, it's garbage. The beats suck and his, fl- he just, I don't know. There was something really lackluster about that whole album. Because he's trying to yeah, so hard to be like Mr. Sexy well, Man and he's not, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's gone like super mainstream over the last few years. Like yeah. really, like he's like in a bunch of movies now. He's in John Wick, yeah. Yeah, well, so it's right, like, yeah. you know, he's he's doing the mainstream thing. I like a lot of his stuff, though. I like yeah, Tom his early him. stuff was And great. I like him as an actor, too. Yeah, he's not a bad actor at all. So. I'll have to listen to that new track, but not the latest album. <laughs> 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 uh, the Raconteurs put out another new song. It's called Bored and Raised. This is like the first thing I've liked from them, from the from what they've been putting out over the last few months. But even then, it's just, it's an okay track. It's okay. I mean, the the, the the beginning part's better than the rest of the song, but compared to what we've heard, yeah, this is like their best stuff, but it's still, it's all right. Yeah. Have you ever been into the Raconteurs? Um, they like never really, like, tears? did it for me yeah. so much. The White Stripes, are, is, that's always just been, like, the pinnacle for Jack White, I felt. Yeah. Everything else is just... Well, he even... Uh, Dude, he he released uh, this like solo album, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just a single, the Over and Under song, or Over and know. Over, or oh, whatever. Oh, I think I know which. Dude, about. that song slaps, man. That song is amazing. I think I remember that song. Like, so that's cool. But I think you're mostly right. White Stripes was like, that was, th- that was his element, man. Yeah, you know, he was but, like given free range at that point, even more so I feel than his solo record. Yeah, because his solo record, he has so many musicians playing on it. And it's just like, it's not yeah, just him, you know. But that over and over song is awesome. Yeah. It's a really good one. Well, a song that does suck is this new Under Oath song <laughs> with somebody named Rez. Ooh. Uh, it's called Falling. It's like a, it's an electronic song. It, it's really weird. It it's, wasn't what I was expecting silly. at all. It's, it's all silly, electronic? Yeah. It's silly. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear okay. some of it. Because were you ever a fan of Under Oath? Um, not a fan, but like you know, I had an Under Oath jacket because they were cool, and <laughs> I, you know, I like listen to them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here's the song "Falling" by Under Oath and Res Resonance. <laughs> What the look of disgust on Dave's dude. face right now is what so an good. <laughs> anticlimactic drop that was. I know. Oh. Fuck that, dude. 
I, I think Dana was kind of okay with it until the drop, and then oh, he just like yeah, he's like, like he looked at me. He's like, "Is this new?" Like he was, he just he hated it. Dude, it's, it sounded like they were. It sounded like the first people to experiment with like electronic music ever, like <laughs> or like, like dubstep. Try, or something. Yeah, like, like first people to try to, try to figure it out, and they're not figuring it out yet. That's what it sounded like. It was, damn. Yeah, that was lame. It's just boring stuff. <sighs> well, and you know what? The emo voice has not. It, it doesn't age. It doesn't age well. It's like like you he's still doing like emo vocals in 2019, and it's like, dude, nobody wants that anymore. Yeah, I think for the most part, I agree with you. I mean, but you just have to have the right the right songs to back it. You know, like putting emo vocals, especially like in an electronic song like that. I think it sounds. It just it makes it does make it sound dated. Well, yeah, or and it's, more just like a remix of like whatever song they're doing. I don't know. The emo Especially vocals, bad electronics. Oh yeah, the whole th- that whole thing it wasn't was just good. Shit. It was just shit. It was just it was just bad. But <laughs> like even like the vocals, even I was just from the very get go. I'm like listening to it. And I was like, ah man, I can't, I can't do this. Especially when you're familiar with Under Oath and what the band actually sounds like. Yeah. Even if you're not, I'm not a, really a fan of Under Oath, but I mean. I would have liked something at least more under oath. Yeah, something like hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, this is sad yeah. though. This is like a like a true representation of like the slump society is in and the natural progression of like rock bands. This is where they like usually end up, yeah. sounding like yeah. this, like some bullshit electronic music. Yeah, it's true, right. man. It's irritating. The only band, in my opinion, that was able to uh, gracefully come out of the emo scene was Brand New. Um, I think I think they did a really good job of growing out of the emo scene. But even then, with their album Science Fiction, is that Science Fiction sucked. is just terrible. Dude, that album yeah. was so bad. And then they then they instantly get canceled. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> dude, Jesse Lacey's a fucking piece of shit. Well, it's yeah. I mean, you know, like you can't release like just some like blatantly homophobic track like in 2019 and yeah. then and then yeah they found out he was like what like fucking with like some like 17 year old 16 17 year olds and, and yeah fuck yeah that but but also though like i don't know personally the whole discography of brand new is jesse lacy just saying like i'm a giant piece of shit so like i don't understand why everyone is so surprised when he is actually a piece of shit like <laughs> no i personally wasn't <laughs> shocked like i still like three of their albums yeah. i don't care because like i'm fully aware he's a piece of shit i never thought he was lying yeah <laughs> like like so you know um but don't don't listen to music about what a big piece of shit someone is and then be surprised when he's a piece of shit kids <laughs> all right it's true even though I still go back and I listen to Daisy, and I think Daisy is like a perfect album. Dude, Daisy's fucking amazing. It's an amazing record. Daisy and the Devil and God are the Devil and God is my first number one favorite album, and Daisy is my second. I feel like I could have and should have written those albums, like <laughs> like the their songs that literally like like they were inside of me. I just didn't get to them first, and I'm sure that I I wrote a bunch of songs that Jesse had inside of him too. Like I I don't I don't know, man. I've that that guy's, I don't know. I yeah. felt like a big piece of shit for a lot of, of my life, so I just related to a lot of their stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, luckily you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. So that's, that's true. a good thing. I know. I have like a I have like soul dysmorphia. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, three eleven put out a new song called "What, What the," and uh, comparing it to their last song they put out a couple weeks ago called "Crossfire," this one was kind of lame and lackluster. I don't know. If Jeff agrees with me on that, but 
was Crossfire still good was though. Awesome. It was still it was cool. Good. Yeah, no, it was a solid track. But I think after coming off of Crossfire, this was kind of a uh, it's kind of. Dude, Crossfire was like phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't phenomenal. Maybe it was just because we I had zero expectations for it, and then they, yeah. they put out the Crossfire, and I was like, "Wow, this is really fucking cool." But yeah. I'm still excited for the new 311 album. I know, me too, and I hope John Feldman's not involved, but like he was on their last record, which sucked. I don't know. They were still doing stuff. Yeah, they put out a record, I think, in 2018. But John Feldman produced it. Do you know who John Feldman is? Mm, I'm so I'm not really versed with producers okay. so much. Well, uh, he was the, he's the singer for Goldfinger. Oh, I do know who yeah, he is and he because produced, he made the used super he, great. Yeah, he made pretty much all the record or produced most of the records. But everything he's done in the last maybe 10 years has been pretty bad. Okay. And he did the the last Blink 182 album, which was pretty bad. He did the last Atreyu record, which was god awful um Ooh, a tree he, you put out another album yeah well yeah they, they got back together in 2014 they put out a self-produced record which actually was really good and then they did this new album with feldman and it just fucking sucks Damn. and then 311 did an album with feldman as well last year and the album blew it sucked but that's a bummer man because yeah. i remember watching like a whole a whole like documentary about uh what he did with the used oh, especially on the um, first record. on the first yeah on the first album i think everything that used did after the self-titled is kind of like whatever they, but they kind of went downhill after that yeah but yeah. that first album man it's unreal Ugh. that's that's a great record and it was weird i uh like uh the used actually opened up for one of my bands once uh, i was like 18 oh because they're from salt lake city mm-hmm. as well right yeah. yeah and they like opened up i was 18 they opened up for us and uh just trashed the stage went crazy it sounded terrible but they were awesome to watch <laughs> and um and then like two months later they're like on the radio and we were just like what yeah. the hell like that, those guys are on the radio <laughs> yeah, like, like he like threw up on the state we had to go play he threw up on the state and it was like man yeah he, they were wild back then yeah on that first record i know like bert the singer was just f- constantly fucked up oh dude on so everything. i i've never met him personally um I've met Jeff, the bass player, or whatever. He's a cool guy. Um, but I've heard some. St- I know a lot of people who do know Bert, and uh, yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's legitimately. He's case. Well, he dated I, Kelly Osbourne too. Yeah, I remember so that. So fucking weird. I think he's probably calmed down now, though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm know. not sure. Either way, uh, so a band from high school—not well, from high school, but that I listened to a lot in high school. Taproot got back together apparently. Whoa. They put out a new song called Free. I mean, it sounds like it's something straight out of back when they used to be together back in 2001, 2002. Uh-huh. Like it sounds like exactly the same. His vocals sound the same. I know cool. Jeff doesn't like it, but Taproot is Dude, Taproot no, man. No. Dude, so don't say it. Dave. Don't say it. So, hey, hey. They're <laughs> interesting. They are interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. They're uh, interesting. I'm not going to lie. When they first came out, I thought that they were just ridiculous and I hated them. Looking back on them now, I can appreciate how campy and crazy they are. And they actually do some pretty cool experimental shit with their music. So yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's not something that I'm ever like, Hey, I'm going to go listen to some taproot by myself. But like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's cool. I, I give them credit. It's cool. All right. They're trying. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, so the last thing They're here, <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas came out with a new song with Snoop Dogg called "Be Nice." It sucks. Oh uh, no! Like, cause <coughs> they, they came out with they came out with that album last year without Fergie, the first one without Fergie, uh-huh. and the album was fucking great. 
It was really? a solid, solid hip hop, underground hip hop record. It was like <laughs> back to their first two, three records before Fergie came in. It was great. But this new song with Snoop Dogg, it's just, it's boring. It's, I didn't like it. I, I don't know how Jeff felt about it, but. That sucks. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's awesome. I know, right? You didn't like it, did you, Jeff, or what? Um, well, not really. I, but I don't, yeah. I don't particularly like Snoop Dogg that much. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He's, the guy's like the fucking worst rapper ever. No, like, who cares though? But like, he's like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> exactly. He's literally there just to be like, hey, bow wow wow, give me fucking ten thousand like, dollars. I'm out. Dude, he's here. like the closest thing that we have to Jesus. That's like living, <laughs> like. No, like I would love to hang out with them and, and chill with them, but yeah. keep, keep keep Jesus and Snoop Dogg out of my music. Well, I mean, okay, that's that's keep fair, Jesus. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just get so yeah, annoyed I, when I hear Snoop. I'm like, stop <laughs> thinking that he's good. He's not. Dude. I'm fucking tired of Snoop Dogg. Dude, his first album's fire though. I don't give a fuck. Was that Doggy Style? Uh, that I think it's Doggy Style. Doggy yeah. Style is fucking good. That's what I was saying, dude. It's fire. But he's so lucky. Even so even lucky. that song where he's like, you know, he's like what? doing that little like the hee Oh, oh yeah, the, the drop it the, like it's hot. Yeah, and drop it like it's Pharrell, hot, right? Dude, even on that drop it like it's hot album, it sounds like he's like old man Snoop, and then all of a sudden he drops some line about just murdering someone, and like, and then like just leaving him out in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, and now your family can't find you, they miss you. You're like, whoa, Snoop, dude. Well, he's he did, awesome. He did get it off on murder. He, yeah, he did get acquitted. He was acquitted, dude. But he's I'm awesome. just saying, like, he's because that album was so great because of Dr. Dre. Like, he's so lucky that he had Dre. And Suge Knight also as producer on that one. Uh, but Dre without might not them, have picked him up if he wasn't already dude, awesome. Without Dre, Snoop would just be some guy who can't, who has zero flow and writes silly dude, lyrics. Look at Dre's roster though. He has Eminem. He has Kendrick. They're both awesome. Why would Snoop saying, not be awesome? Well, right? Did he do? Well, that's what I'm saying. Dre makes people yeah, great. Yeah, I think he did yeah. Tupac too, and then t- he did Fifty Cent too, right? Uh, yeah. No, he, yeah, he did Fifty, 50 Cent. Cent's not that great though. I don't care for him, but yeah. I mean, there's some good beats. Yeah. Yeah, well, because like, it's Dre. Yeah, that's, he makes he makes it. Fifty Cent should have got shot like at least three more times, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> he didn't get shot like nine <laughs> times. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently that wasn't enough. <laughs> like the entire magazine was unloaded. <laughs> I got Some, no more bullets, man. Yeah. I got no more. They fucking survived that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, God damn. that's crazy. All right. Um, so yeah, that, that's it for new music. The l- one last thing here I want to mention before we uh, we finish up the show, there's really no news, but apparently uh, the Jonas, one of the Jonas Brothers, sp- spilled the beans and said that they've been um, rehearsing next to My Chemical Romance. So I guess My Chemical Romance are coming back after breaking up. I think they broke up in 2013, but apparently fans are really excited about it, and Dude. the Jonas Brothers fucked up and ruined the surprise. If My Chemical Romance did a uh, tour where they played three cheers for sweet revenge from beginning to end i would go see that you go see that i would go i was see never that. into them i was never really it's into the them. only album of theirs i like we we i so jeff and i did the black parade album on the podcast mm-hmm. last year i think it was and when that came out him and i loved that record and then going back and listening to it we're like wow this, this is kind of lame it's like, not it's that not, good yeah. it's awful yeah it's i i really did not like it when it came out and honestly when my chemical romance came out i did not like them at all and um and then i don't know what happened i have no idea what happened i just like i listened to three cheers for sweet revenge a couple times or something and it just was like damn something it clicked yeah it's just like yeah. i was like ah this is good 
as long as the album is better than Helena, then I'm I'll probably maybe give it a listen. But dude, Helena really I can't stand that song. Well, okay, so and and that's how like I'm not okay. That's how I feel about I'm not okay too. Is like I hate that song. Yeah, I don't like that song. But like, um, uh, just it it makes sense with the album though. Like as like if I try to take the only song on the album I like as a standalone song is the Ghost of You, which I think is just like an just hands down a great song um but the rest of it like the album you kind of have to take it as an album like Mm -hmm. it really is kind of like a story and it's super emo and it's super dramatic and it's super over the top but i think that's kind of been my my negative feelings about it is that gerard way is very he's like he's like a theater guy yeah like like super he's he's a guy guy. that would have been in our theater class at esperanza yeah you know and that's kind (laughs) of where i i don't like it because those kind of people really irritated me in high school. Yeah. So that I, that's I think that's my kind of relation to the whole thing with him. But I was friends with a lot of the theater kids, even though it wasn't my thing. I tried. I tried joining theater, and mm-hmm. like I just didn't. It wasn't for me, you know. Yeah. Um. So I I, I get it and I respect it. Um. But at the same time, he is a little too much for me. Like yeah. even like the Umbrella Academy is like too theater kid for me. Mm-hmm. It's that's kind of what the little pieces I've seen of that show. It's been I felt that way too. Yeah, I gave it a really really good effort. I got like five episodes into it, and and I just was like, <laughs> just I be. can't watch another episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Um, well, I mean. That's about it. We, I mean, we could talk more shit about My Chemical Romance. <laughs> but, uh, Gerard, love to hate, baby. Us. Love to hate. <laughs> I in, I'll, I'll give Gerard Way my uh, address, and he can come fight me if he wants to DM me on Instagram, Dane SDCX. <laughs> All right, Gerard? If he gets two hours and 30 minutes into this episode. Yeah. <laughs> 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 come but, fight uh, me if you're scared, Gerard. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, that's about it for the uh, the podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thanks again to Dane for showing up and talking about his music and yeah. his art and all that fun stuff. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's it was always a good time. fun. So um, I'm sure Dane will be on again soon, like we said earlier, to talk about his new album that he's going to be recording soon, Medicine Head, as well as the Ninja Turtles episode we'll eventually do after I watch three and a half more seasons of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks again yeah. for listening to episode 149 of asinine radio go rate review and subscribe to us on itunes follow us on social media at asinine radio go follow dane and the death machine on whoop facebook whoop. i don't know if you have an instagram go follow super dope comics go follow dane dane SC- sdcx scdx on instagram i don't know about twitter if he has twitter but eh, i'm bad at that yeah so I go follow banned. instagram go super Go on YouTube, search Dane and the Death Machine. Go on Spotify. I'll post all the links in the description. We'll be promoting it on our social medias. So thank you again for listening. And that's it. Right, Jeff? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. I mean, David, David, David Javi. David Javi. David, David Javi. 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 David Javi.